Welcome to Malt and Magic, the tale of Ardalia brought to life by a dedicated band of UK-based gamers. Dive into a realm where magic reigned supreme, reshaped by the monumental return of the Kingdom of Nylin. This event three decades ago sent shockwaves of potent magic throughout the land. The very fabric of reality tore open, allowing beings from distant plains to venture into Ardalia enriching its tapestry of culture and races. While arcane powers surge, the divine touch has become subtle, reserved for the most devout. But as old gods diminish, new powers emerge, ready to forge new paths and pantheons. As our heroes navigate this transformed world, every choice can forge history. Now join us for the unfolding saga, and welcome to Campaign 2. Hello everybody, uh, here we go, it's a change, look at that. Uh, hello, I'm Dave and I will be your uh, little host for uh, tonight. We have a recap uh, today. Um, we're recapping episodes 36 to 47 of Mortal Magic, uh, campaign 2. So thank you everyone for being here and uh, a general thanks to all the systems that we usually use. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them now. But, uh, you know, we are still very grateful that we we're able to use those. Check us out on the socials uh, for more information as to when these recaps will be coming about and to keep in touch with our general campaign. But I hope that this is actually going to be useful for anyone who uh, does need that uh, uh, recap, sort of a, a brief catch up on anything if you have been struggling to keep up. Um, I'd also like to say congratulations to Daisy. Um, so Daisy was our... Um, our milestone competition winner um, uh, giveaway, sorry and uh, so congratulations Daisy uh, I hope that you enjoy your goodies so anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to get straight into it because why not uh, instead of hearing my dulcet tones um, so there's going to be the usual warnings of adult language and adult humour uh, because it's us. Uh, I hope you enjoy our recap of episodes 36 to 47. Let's get to it!
Yo. Hello, hello. How are you all? Good. Well, Do you know what? I'm, I'm, glad it's, I'm glad it's a recap episode because it will get to obviously what happened last weekend a bit later on. Last week a bit later on because it was heavy and I don't think I was quite ready for the ramifications of that this week. <laughs> so it gives me an extra week to psych myself up. Before we start, get started, let's uh, just remind us, remind everyone, uh, you know, the, the lineup, the shorter lineup that we have, but also those who are missing. Usually, uh, you would hear uh, Matt first. Uh, he is away on a business trip, so unfortunately, he couldn't be with us for our recap. Um, but my name is Dave, and I usually play Jewel of Shadows, the female Tavaxi rogue. And I am very excited for this recap because it does help not only you guys, but us actually work out what on earth has just happened and just yeah. just debrief it all because so much happens in these episodes. Hello, and I am Danny, who usually plays Lex, the UMT Clockwork Sorcerer, but I'll mostly be being myself today. Although who knows who knows what's going to happen. But the downside of Matt not being here is I make up so many law points in my head, I'll just put it in the chat, that Matt always goes, Danny, that didn't happen. You you made that happen as a joke, and now you think it's actually happened in real life. So who knows what's going to be canon after this recap. <laughs> We're going to have full control. The, the the children have been let free in the, uh, in the house. And we're about to mess some shit up. I I'm Bodhi. I usually play Edgius Bones. Uh, I'm the son half of Homie and the Dude. And Tom is away because it's his birthday. So he's enjoying a lovely meal my mother has cooked for him. And is, uh, <laughs> and is, uh, and is going to go enjoy some birthday celebrations. Um, yes, happy birthday, Tom. Uh, we're, we're, we're sorry you couldn't be here today. But actually, I think it's much better for you to be away enjoying your birthday than uh, with a sweaty lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree wholeheartedly i'm looking forward to this recap as well because i feel like like i said before we went live uh, i'm looking forward to us hopefully as a group zoning in a bit more on kind of like what our next step is from all this information we're about to gather or at least formulating ideas in our heads yep. about what the next step is because it's been pretty good actually because the episodes we're about to recap have kind of been one solid arc and we've finished mm. the arc now we've leveled up as a result thank you matt so we are now facing a new a new chapter and a new story arc yeah. and that, that's exciting but also daunting because which one do we pick so go on then danny uh, let's get let's get into where we finished off with our last recap and let's get into I mean, I mean, what started we're, and we're, happened we're going back to about october time that's that's how far back we're going if you can think that far back cavern wasn't with us as tom is not with us now so it's quite apt we were in dryad's <laughs> gate we were just taking over gibby's hq we, and we were trying to enlist some help from the Druids. It just happened to be the Greenheart Festival. Shit was kicking off. The Druids were distracted. The tree was looking a bit worse for wear. Storm clouds were brewing in. And uh, people were going missing. So obviously, they enlisted the help of the best detective agency around. <laughs> who solved the mystery and saved the day. The only detective agency around, so I think we uh, well, we have to some, I mean, again, you know, fill a niche. Though, why not? Um, Unique selling point, right there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, it's crazy to look back at that time and go. So back then, Danny and I certainly, and I think, uh, Bodhi, you had you know been with us for a few episodes. Mm we were looking back at our previous arcs and or, or even where we got to going oh we're much stronger now we know where we're going as as you said and uh, said earlier Bodhi, 
we still don't know where we're going, <laughs> though we are now hopefully on a cusp. I'm not jumping ahead. I'm just saying that it's crazy to look mm. back and we were like, oh yeah, we're on we're on the right track now. No, we were still finding out what track we were on. Yeah, I I feel I, and it felt like back that like looking back then we were lost then we're still lost now but at least like <laughs> we know at least we know like what part of the world we're in at this point where we're a little bit more uh, dude it just feels feels like we've got a, a whole box of shit to unlock with these uh with with this recap of things that have happened cool and also i would like as we go through i'd like to just highlight cool moments if we remember anything that you know people did or things that you know were, were meant a lot to us or things like that i think that'd be cool to to talk about as well because i have a couple of those throughout the last couple episodes that have been really cool we've definitely got many i tell you what mm. while we go into this episode let's start with something and that is bodie i know that you you can only talk for yourself. Tom can't necessarily answer this one, but what has it been like for you guys, for Homie and the Dude, to come on with Mortal Magic? Great question, dude. Um, that's an interesting question. I think for me, it's just been a, a massive pleasure. Obviously, like I, I've really enjoyed and have been, you know, from from the first episode, I was really kind of locked in and just loved you guys. I think, you know. Um, Dave, I love your your you know your depth of character and and I, I love our characters' interactions and sometimes you know it feels like feels like groups at times in D and D often all fucking agree with each other and it's like this this thing that is just not very realistic. Everyone's like yes manning the whole way and I feel like our group actually like discusses things like a group and have different personalities that both gel and clash at different moments depending on morals and things like that. So I love that I, about I, you, Dave. I, yeah. I think you're right. That depth really makes a difference because, as you say, you know, in improv, you're meant to yes and everything. Um, hmm. I do agree with you personally. I think that that is sometimes a mistake. And if our character, our characters are meant to not all be the same person, uh, you know, yeah. so they're going to fundamentally disagree with stuff, and that is why. And we also, with that background of wanting yes and, do want to stop us going i'm going to make a decision that's going to hold us back for months none of us want mm. to do that and so it yeah. is as you say it's an interesting it's it's that interesting battle inside but you've got to play your character um, yeah and on so, that front we're, we're trying to lay lay low keep under the radar sort of thing whereas edges then goes to the other end and he's actually actively touting business saying here's our business card i've had some badges <laughs> made up but actually yeah. that worked talk out to our receptionist uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this fucking random old lady who's now our receptionist, who, who's definitely the big bad. But the fact that you did that led us to find out that some elven girls had gone missing. We took the case, mm. and it turned out that was actually pivotal to solving the mystery of the heart. We you know when we went under the tree and that druid was yeah. there, the ancient druid. So if you hadn't done that, your character hadn't done yeah. that and just gone along with us trying to lay low, it probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I think yeah, it's it's an interesting place. I think I'm I'm evolving with Edgius as well as we go, which I'd I'd love for each of us to talk about actually the characters that we play at some point during this as well, because I think there's a difference between talking about how I feel about the stream and how I think Edgius is doing and where I am with playing him as a character and things, but also like Danny, I think you you and I are very like minded. I think we 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 think very like as you mentioned recently, it feels like you're you're a, a, a an older version of myself in many ways, which is hilarious. Um, I love Matt just because he's creative. Creativity. I feel like as GMs, we see a lot of things very similarly, and obviously Tom's my dad, so no, no, no complaints there. Um, but 
You know, I think for me, coming in and being a part of this team has just been a pleasure. I think the story's really great. I feel like, you know, on my end, I'm I more have anxiety that I'm hoping that I'm just contributing to this, that I'm bringing something to it that you guys appreciate. You know, I think it's very rare that I'm like, oh God, like I'm like, this stuff you know but often it's more me being like man I, I really hope that like everyone's having a good time and that like you know we're all feeling good and you know all that kind of stuff like I think my GM mind kicks in I'm session zeroing as we're playing in my head of like yeah. I hope everyone's having fun and you know that I'm not overbearing and I'm not taking too much yeah yeah but and, I, know, I, I, th I think that's really I think that's really nice and, and it's, it's definitely something that we, we, we you know that I've certainly noticed and and, and I feel very similar to the way Birdie. I mm. want to get things on a sometimes but um so maybe it is you know i go right sort of let's skip this bit let's cut this off but there are other times when i also i'm also worried that i've gone like i've talked too much and i'm like shit i better shut up you know so there are a number of times when it's that and, and i we're not all, we're not always going to get it right but it's that uh, attempt to and always yeah. worry that we are doing it right or wrong I think that's nice. Um, mm. You know, I, 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 I think I've seen that from all of us that we all try and make sure that we share. I mean, there's definitely times where we've spent two episodes mulling about, right? And we literally we haven't left a room. Can we, can we just montage this bit and move on? Yeah. Actually, some of my favorite moments of Lex and Bodhi interactions or Edgeus, sorry, your Bodhi, Edgeus. Lex and Edgeus or Edgeus and Cavern even, some of those moments that I've really liked and enjoyed role-playing have been mm. inconsequential moments where we've just gone to the shop to buy some mushrooms and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But it's yeah. been an, a hilarious interaction and we've ended up with an old lady receptionist or <laughs> some, some random shit. So it is, yeah. it is, it is gold sometimes. I, dude, I, I agree, and I think we're we're all working out that balance. I think you know, as a team, we're all finding our our balance with each other. I think you know, we're trying to find the balance with the characters, and then I think you know, along with all of that, we're trying to find the balance with the plot. And we spoke about this the other day about you know, we we, we want to keep things rolling a bit more in in the future. Still have those nice moments where you know, and I I think maybe what we need to be better at is separating the downtime from. You know, we're still in active plot chasing mode, you know, and, and yeah, go, yeah. cool, downtime is the time to sit and be like, hey, so tell me about your family. Let's, you know, dig into your character. Let's have a bit of like a an actual conversation that two characters sitting around the fire, you know, might have while they're traveling or something, as opposed to moments where it's like, yo, we are like act actively like we, we came here to do something and now we're like fucking around talking about random shit. Do you know what I mean? Like. I think we're finding that balance. Finding that balance is important. Yeah, as you say, you know, when we're sitting down and it is, you know, is there any anyone wants uh, wants to talk about? Is a great thing where we can do it. I think that's also great when we're traveling, um, mm. just to try and get that that fun. And 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 the fact that we did that one again. I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Mm. Uh, the fact that uh, I may not be skipping ahead actually, but when we no, it was actually just before uh, this lot, and that was when we all just randomly found moose and decided to name them and walk, you know, and and ride them in. Was a bit out of nowhere that was great fun that type of stuff is is really good and as you say is in real life you would you would go i'm not talking about this now uh mm. we need to do this um yeah. like i'm gonna put a pin in that and yeah. yeah we're getting better at it and we do need to le lean more towards it and if we're just going you know okay we've sat down now i'm gonna roll that back what were you gonna you know i want to yeah. talk to you about this so yeah 
and that's exactly what we did to be fair well as soon as we found out those girls were missing and that something was happening with the tree and we found out you could get under the tree we just fucking head first straight in oh yeah no messing yeah. didn't even chat about whether we were doing it we were straight in and we found yeah. some fucking ancient chained up druid singing war creepy as fuck causing havoc yeah. but obviously we yeah. came, vi- now- came out victorious because we're badass did we did we find out whether that was anything connected to what how you know what basically our general you know campaign um well i've got a theory yes because you know the whole thing is the heart festival they sing a happy song but all yeah. of the the missing elven girls were singing a sad song and it was the druid sad song that he'd that he had been lost but it had been found again so was the sad song resurrected almost by Klein or VS or M to throw us off their scent and distract and distract us by keeping us in Dryad's Gate fighting this thing that actually was meant it was meant to be a side quest to make sure we were losing the trail of the main thing, or mm. it kind of was pivotal in the way because the Druid, <clears throat> as as a result of defeating the ancient Druid, the Dryad gave us a Star Touch crystal. Yes. Uh, so that was, it was it was pivotal for that reason because that druid had tried and used it for evil. Yeah, and that was the, I was going to come to that point, uh, Danny. It was the fact that that druid wanted to use it for evil, whereas we our intentions were, for want of a better word and cliche, pure. Uh, you know, we did just want to simply close a portal. So, yeah, it was a very interesting one. That is where we met um, a couple of uh, very important people. Some some very important. Um, uh, people of Dryad's Gate so we met Daryl uh, <laughs> not his real name but that is not his real name but now. it's his name that we've called him um, and, um, and then we also met the other important one what was his name Brom Brom Brom, Brom, so yes, Brom. now we'll get on to how useful Brom has been uh, in more recent episodes but yes we are very glad <clears> to have been able to make some allies um, and we are finally growing that that sort of group of, of trust with some some crucial and important NPCs. Um, so, do you think I'm overthinking it? Do you think that Dryad was going to give us a Star Cut Crystal, regardless? Probably, if I if I if I if I'm optimistic. But do you think the whole bringing the sad song, trying to get her to be possessive over the crystal, not give it to us? Do you think? That was a ploy because we needed it to it, heal. It the was portal. either a ploy or it was just. Uh, it could also have been the rumblings, not the rumblings. It was a chain effect from all the crap that our adversaries yeah. are doing. You know, um, you do this and it wakes up this ancient creature. Uh, you know what I mean? It, 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 you know, you get the ripples in the in the earth and in the fabric of the world. So. I, I do believe it has some connection. I don't believe that he's like utterly integral. Um, but yes, I'm, I still think. I'm going to put a bet out there as a GM that Matt made these three different quests having no link to anything. And I think he's then, as he's come, I think it's then linked up together. And there's been like the shadow with the, you know, the shadow with the moon seeds. You know, there's then been this like dark song that was shadowy with the dryad. Um, and all of these like little moments that we've had that have been almost kind of laced in. I think he's done, I imagine my guess is that I don't think it matters to the overall story. 
but I guess that it is a us dealing with something that is a repercussion of, like Dave said, of our adversaries, of the the antagonists working in the background while we're still doing stuff. They're also still doing stuff, and we're just encountering some of that along our our way. But I imagine that I I, I I'm not sure if there's much more with that personally. Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm... we could spend a lot of time gathering the ingredients to heal a portal, yeah. which was just one task. Yeah. And it took us yeah. a long time to do that. So if anything, if that was a way to throw us off their scent and throw us off track, it didn't distract us for about two months in game time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. To allow them it's to true. open the other portals or do what they need to do. To escape, to move on, to do anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know, and, and maybe it was uh, the loss of that portal or whatever was that experiment. They were like, we'll lose it because, as you say, we are tied mm. down for weeks so yeah. yeah absolutely where do we go from there then what was next well the the next bit that we did <clears throat> was one of my favorites is when edgius discovered klein was still alive because he used the scrying spell with some yeah. rem remarkable mm. dice rolls might i add because scrying is not really in your repertoire they absolutely <laughs> fucking nailed it not 20 then, maybe yeah and then the whole scrying on Klein, he's a disfigured creature with one eye and then a crystal for another eye. And the crystal, why that's significant is it matches the shard that Edgeus has in his possession. Yep. And then that's when we see Jane as a disfigured, scaly, horrible creature, Cyclops, yep. in a cage, <clears throat> which then linked it back to VS, who we were looking for, because we know VS and JS were there. They were yeah. there and also related. Now, that was information yeah. we had guessed, and I suppose we haven't still had it confirmed, uh, but it's definitely something that we believe is well, true. Well, we had it confirmed last week, actually. Yeah, Jamie's yes, VS's niece. Correct. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are correct. Yeah. So our, 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 yeah. our information actually turned out to be correct on that one. We, we got a hunch right for a change. We did get a hunch right. Uh, <laughs> our, our, our main one of May and Nora is M. Um, we found out not to be true, but again, I try not look. to jump too far mm -hmm. ahead on this one yes that information about um about klein was was quite incredible and again i have to say edgy's coming back to you, you guys joining us um i was i literally i wanted popcorn while i was watching that like i'm sitting mm -hmm. in the background here just fully immersed in that whole scene it was absolutely incredible um what i think was great did, not not to blow smoke up did a good job there yeah not to you both did. blow your blow your trumpet there Bodhi but what was really good is then how you role played that afterwards like you thought he was dead you'd planned for a whole year to defeat him you thought you'd done it yeah. and then you do a spell and he's still alive and how you then yeah. react you're, you're, you're the full on like anxiety attack hyperventilation sort of esque mm. response PTSD. to that yeah mm. I think that's also when you then went fuck shit just got real and then you yeah. see edgy yeah. start to become more serious serious yeah, the fucking dogs doing that. Yeah, just gonna say, like, <laughs> speaking of all of this, but Danny's Danny's room is haunted. So, uh, <laughs> for anyone on the podcast and hearing all the noises, yeah, his door just keeps randomly opening behind him. <laughs> it's not even like my cat's doing it because my cat's not even there. Well, actually, my cat is just there. I've just spotted it. So it's my cat. It's not a ghost. It's just my cat. Roll a twenty on Incredible. Check for ghost doors, <laughs> mate. <bastard. You> know. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you know what, guys? I, I, I appreciate it, and I think something that I've realized is, is a couple of different things. In the last couple of episodes, you, you're right, Edgeus is super outgoing, 
and I I realized that I hadn't written like a proper like um, almost like not manifesto but like character like personality description for Aegeus. I kind of had one in my head and was loosely going about stuff but I wanted to like actually get it down on paper so after that interaction and a few other bits I've now started to try and like zone in a little bit more where his head is at at this point in time and try and fight a bit more and that was like the starting point of that and I have little like slip backs into like pure fuckery um, but I definitely think uh, you know I, I'm, I'm trying to find a bit more of that seriousness in what we're doing because it, it, it's starting to get it's like you said it's real shit now like you know this is stuff that matters to people and, and you know stuff like that and I think um, I, I enjoy the, because we are such a good group and we all do like gel so well, I enjoy the goofing about and the having a laugh with you guys that t at times I forget that like sometimes some of the shit we're dealing with is so fucking serious. You know, cracking wise isn't always fucking appropriate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. Um, um, go, on. go on, go on, Danny. All I was going to say is what's really hard is Danny wants to get involved in the fuckery. <clears throat> right so he has to remember he's playing captain spock essentially so lex has to be like oh no we haven't got time for this we, we're doing a serious mission and we've got serious business to attend to so that's why i like it sometimes when he fails his meditation check because i'm like oh we can get a little bit involved yeah, cause yeah, a little yeah. Bit of, i feel cause a little bit of drama He's, uh, I, I, know, I know I've spoken about this before. I, I played Jewel very differently now than when I started. Uh, you know, I wanted her to be very sort of quite serious, um, young, and therefore not really understanding, um, cautious of everybody. Um, uh, but her, it was it was funny how her her hu humour side came out when it was you know uh, the the opposition to stuff. Uh, and 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 yeah, especially when when um, you know Edges came on the scene and was just like, you know, the 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 occasional mid battle, you know, like slap fights that they would have, like you know, having this this mini argument or halfway through a battle, is the type of stuff I actually then yeah really start to enjoy. Uh, that mm. totally never expected that to be a thing. Uh, mm. As you say, we're all taking it seriously. Our characters are really taking it seriously. Um, and it comes out in some hilarity at times. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, fully agree. So we had we had my weird scrying situation, and then wh wh where, what, where did we head after that? Was our like next thing straight back to the elders? Like, how did we get round to the? Like, I don't remember how. Oh, we were going back to the portal. Of course we were. Of course we. Yeah. Were. So, well, after we got the last ingredient to fix the portal. Callum started getting real edgy about, we need to go to the port now, we need to go to the port now. And I was like, and Lex was like, Callum, it's really important to me. Of course it is, but we need to, but we're here now. We need to fix this, then we need to do this. And that's when we found out Callum had made a deal with his warlock patron because he got his dad, he kept his Lord of Winter, yeah, because he had his dad hostage yeah. as a frozen statue. And he wanted us to fix the portal for him to give his dad back. So we were starting to think mm. Callum was being a bit shady and starting to distrust him. And then when he actually mm. came clean, we were like, why don't you just tell us that? It would have helped you straight away. Yeah, yeah. In a proper in a proper bro moment. And then... Do, do, do you know what? That was truly... And I'm like, I, I definitely am, am interested to know what Matt's thinking was with all of that. I think 
you know, I, I would love to have a deeper conversation with him, but I felt like Callum was such an integral part of the group. Obviously, you know, putting our, our, our favorite NPC in jeopardy makes sense, but I, I, I would be interested to hear why why he chose that moment, why he liked, like, it's super interesting in terms of character-wise, because we were all, we were all starting to love on Callum, like, in, in a serious I mean, way. We're starting I, yeah. to become a, I, you know, I, I, I think that's thing. why he did it. I think it's, well, yeah. I think, I think it's threefold. Yeah, very similar. So, one, we're playing a D&D campaign, and he wanted to give us some assistance when there was just a few of us. Um, mm. So, in all seriousness, D&D campaign, he's, he was actually going to get rid of that assistant when, when Tom was coming back in. Yeah. Behind the scenes stuff, that's what happens. That's what we know. However, I love the, we have suddenly, you know, yeah, become to love this NPC so much um, that it was definitely, it was great uh, to, to, to basically be, we now want to save him. Um, mm. uh, and, and, and yeah, that, that realism that, that someone else is out there struggling. Uh, and and mm. again, it's very interesting. It's very, there's nothing that we can really do about it. Um, I think as well, Matt, a couple of things. He was a callback to campaign one because we, yeah. we met him as a kid in campaign one. But I also think Matt might have not killed him off, but got rid of him for a bit is because he didn't want him to become another Bothrid. So in, in campaign one, we took oh, on yeah. a sidekick character. He started out as a hostage and they ended up being the glue that kept their team together and we would all give our lives for this man. And I, mm. I just think for, just for a different dynamic, he didn't want Callum to mm. be that again. Although we're going to save him, it was nicer mm. than bringing a different NPC who we've got another companion now. So I think he might have done it that sort of reason as well. Yeah, I, I, I think that's exactly. an interesting it, thought. It, it, it's it's very much twofold. One for the for the story. Two for the dynamic of literally to cover for the fact that Tom wasn't there, sort of, mm. or Tom was coming back in. So so it, it's that dual dynamic. Yeah, we absolutely would already die for this man, which is just hilarious. Mm. Um, and 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 yeah, you know, we we don't need another Bothrid, uh, but I can very much see it coming into. The bigger picture and it does make sense his his pseudo dad oh, matt's just confirmed it on the youtube live chat i called it <laughs> yes, it. Indeed. um it, it is that very fact uh you know so so sorry um callum's pseudo dad was a a, a plane was it plane rider um, horizon walker Ranger. horizon walker so basically looking for portals it absolutely ties in um but yeah very interesting and yeah giving those those like actually i wouldn't even call it a side quest it's almost a sub main quest is to get mm. him back because um, mainly so to be honest lex wants to get him back because it's callum but also yeah. lex wants to get him back because of his dad his dad can identify portals and rifts in time and space, right? And we want we want to get him back so that we can send we can send off a little party to say, can you go fix this shit while we're doing the main thing? Because otherwise, yeah, Lex has absolutely got it on his on his mind that there are these portals that have been corrupted and need to be resolved. And if you've got that little niggle, then you're not concentrating on the main thing, are you? Do you know what? I think we need to also, in a weird way, I think we need to start. Because we've kind of done it a little bit, but I feel like we need to start building a, a a network of allies that means that when shit hits the fan, we can put a fucking like 
ascending spell out to the masses. Get Brom, get Daryl, get Gibbon, get the old lady receptionist, you know, get get Bronze, get um, get Dream, you know, get all, all these I mean, like, people I, that were I, like gathering as a kind of collective. I, I, I think we're doing that. I, seriously, I think we're actually doing that. Um, you know, we've certainly got Brom on our side and, and he's also going to um, talk to some of the councils of nearby cities to violin yeah right so so you've got we are already starting to do that and you're absolutely right is because we are playing this as the the small group who nobody knows uh detective agency world building this is um you're absolutely right we actually have to create our own assistance our own networks of help um because we are not playing this campaign as we are the unsung well yeah, the, the 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 big heroes uh, we are playing yeah. as the uns unsung heroes i suppose but we're not playing that big hero uh, you know campaign at the moment where we're chosen by the king to help so we don't have any resources behind us and we are actually having to attempt to get them i think does that it's that um is it anti-hero or like or or like uh well, what's the other one like anti-villain kind of vibe you know we're we're this group of people that have come together and for better or for worse are like fuck man this is a shit show let's try and solve this but uh but i dude i agree i think it gives us substance it's relatable substance you know no, no one can relate to fucking thor everyone can relate to fucking bruce wayne when he's a kid and his parents get shot yeah. and he's feeling struggle yeah. do you know what i mean you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, the, the, the you know, the humbling side of you know, I, I started to, you started to relate to Thor after the the humbling sides of the later movies. If we're just going to go on the movies, mm. do you know what I mean? That yeah. that you know, actually, now that you have gone through that hardship, now we agree. You know, when he was just a douche at the start, yeah, as you say, we can't we can't relate. So being that as people of, we're simply we started just on the fucking run. Like that's you know how basically how we started to now get to the point of going okay nobody else knows this shit I wish I could tell someone else we can't so therefore we are gonna have to do this that Wait, is really like it's almost crushing but you've got to get on with it are you guys clear now because as far as I understood it weren't you guys wanted by the wizard dudes but the wizards dudes sent us that raven and was no, like we you no. guys are doing a great authorities job authorities in thalissa the first yeah. place we were at okay. before you joined and that was the murder before the crystalline isles yeah you're right yeah, yeah, Chris, right. crystalline isles they very very quickly went we know of your story tell us your side okay your side mm. sounds good um you're fine uh but yeah they okay. can't help with anything in thalissa basically if we go back in we've either got to go in with a a big fat you know seal from another you know area kingdom or or mm. word has got to spread or we've got to take down the corruption in thalissa from the outside before because to be fair the magistrate who we were aligned with who could clear our name is also on the run now yeah and we haven't spoke to him for a while actually but we probably never will again so um <clears throat> back to it we started to well we went back and we tried to fix the portal we did. So that, we did, and that was that was the whole next episode fixing the portal, and it, we couldn't do it. We we were, we couldn't harness the crystal well enough. We we got the dewdrop infused with laughter, and we got the the moonflower. We just couldn't seem to get it working because it was me trying to do the ritual by myself. And then it turned out that we needed a contribution from all of us 
Callum, Edgius, me, even you as a non-Magic user to, to close the portal. But because I suppose the thing is we weren't healing it, it was corrupted too far that we ended up having to just shut it completely. And that's why it was so difficult to do because we weren't just restoring it. it. We if had I to recall, shut it, shut it down. We basically did heal it. But as you say, if you think of it, you know, it was... It healed into the wrong it's one. Meant, yeah, we, we to the wrong way. It basically passed that midpoint of corruption and therefore we actually pinged it to the <clears> wrong side. Uh, uh, and so, yes, we then decided that we were then going to close it. I say that very split second. This mm. has to be closed right now. Um, yep. <clears throat> so... Uh, and that's when Edgeus found the portal key. <laughs> near yeah. the portal, so the Obsidian Shard, which is useful because we can use that to close another Shadowfell portal if, or a Shadow Plane portal if we find one. But then the second half of that episode, we went, so this is when shit started to get real, we went back to the Elders to tell them, and that's when Jewel, you went invisible to yeah. see what they did after we left, and that's when they killed Silara. Yes, so we then found out that the, the Elders, all but one of them, are total D-bags. Um, and they did try to give us some information in, in an attempt to get rid of us. One of them, Silara, gave us too much information in their eyes. Um, and uh, even though, as it tur turned out, it's, it ended up being sort of the wrong information, but the information that was put to the public, um, and they they yeah unceremoniously killed her for for her uh, slip of the tongue. Uh, Jewel saw everything and then proceeded to follow that body down to find we do we don't know much more than what jewel saw uh, basically to be fed to some sort of horrific worm like many other people have been so i think that the only reason we've seen that there's very little crime in um, in more stacy is they're probably just fed to a creature under the elders council uh, and and yeah she she made a bug out in the meantime uh, it then did get, you know, shit got real for Edgius, Lex, and Callum. Mm. Well, yeah, because then yeah, that's we when we Callum. hatched our plan. Callum, Callum was gone because we went yeah. to the. We said we need to speak to the Lord of Winter to tell him we fixed the portal, expecting good news, and we get Callum's dad back. Turns out he's pissed off that the portal's closed. There's no Feywild portal anymore. He took Callum, mm. gave us a little frozen baby Callum for our troubles, and mm. said, "You'll get him back when you give me a portal." But then yeah. that's when we decided to hatch our plan and we bought those rooms in the tavern but didn't actually stay there mm. because we were, th we were we were suspicious of the elders even though Jewel hadn't confirmed what had happened to us yet we were still a bit suspicious mm. about them so we thought if we're going to be followed we'll set up a booby trap in the hotel room and we'll camp yeah. outside and then that's when Cavern came back love that yeah do, do you know what actually um that that plan is something that i have been waiting to use in a DD game for so long i've i've had that one like in the back pocket of like the whole bait someone into a hotel if you're being followed bait them back to an inn camp outside and fucking ambush them has been it like i really like how that panned out because it was daryl obviously going Good night, guys. I'll see you in the morning. Doing really bad acting to pretending we were in the room. But then when when we actually found out they were in the room, you go barging in. I think I'm going to climb up the 
up into the window and get him from behind. I, I failed all my rolls and couldn't even get the drain pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so then you just burst in by yourself with, and then you just fucking start interrogating them. And it's brilliant because you made all the, all the intimidation checks and they were shit in their pants and you were like, it was kind of like Pulp Fiction-esque. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? I think I think I'm like part of like Edius's evolution is I'm starting to realize like I'm the bard. I'm the like I I should be you know next to I feel like Jewel who is like the cool like the counterpoint to me. I feel like I should be fucking leading when it comes to needing to like converse like either manipulate, persuade, or like intimidate. Like I feel like as the bard and, and having yeah. such high charisma, it's like it's fucking time to actually use what I fucking have actually got. To, to, to make that happen. Yeah. You know? I think I had to do that dynamic a little bit. If it's a situation where we just need to spit facts and we need to get to a logical conclusion, we're sending Lex, because he's still got his persuasion yeah. checks. He's not charismatic in the sense of the word, but I suppose yeah. it's his yeah. best stat, right? So we can persuade people with logic. If it's, we need to spin a bit of a yarn and get people on yeah. side and we don't want to tell them the whole truth. That's when we roll Edgius out. So that's why I think that, interestingly, Cavern and Jewel are then very similar in the fact that only when they speak, because they won't speak very often, that's when things might be getting serious. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, you're absolutely mm. right. Uh, you know, basically, the face, ironically, the face man, Edgius, the one who's going to talk to do all of that <laughs> lot, Lex to, 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 to logically convert them, and then it's either Cavern's just going to go, Look, you know, it's 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 words. We do this or we fight. And Jewel is, mm. you know, very much the will only say something when it's like got to happen. Yeah, Jewel would rather receive information than give it out one hundred percent. But what I like is how Tom plays Cavern, where it's like, well, they've asked you once, and you haven't given the answer we want, so I'm going to punch you in the head now. Yeah, no, I love <laughs> it. I, I absolutely love it because again, but so. I've obviously just compared that Jewel and Kavan are very similar, but immediately then they're very different again in the fact that, you know, Jewel is invisible sitting there going, no, no, oh, never mind. You're asking uh, all the wrong questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so, yeah, to to totally, again, just love the dynamic. Really love it. And I think the if we were going to be giving out BAFTAs and Oscars for a bit of a performance, the whole Kavan returning... Edgius and Cavern Beef. Oh, that yeah. episode, episode oh, in a bit guys. was, was oh, fucking phenomenal cinema. Absolutely brilliant mm. cinema. And then the actual makeup scene where you shagged mm. on the roof. No, the makeup <laughs> scene where you had the where you had the heart to heart on the roof. Mm. That that got me in the feels for yeah. real. Do, do, do you know what I think as well? Like uh, two two things around that. First of all, I think that was aided. So the the setup of the anger made the end bit so much better. And I think yeah. as well, actually, I think the bit that like really put that whole scene, that like gave me goosebumps, even thinking about it now, I'm getting goosebumps, like thinking about it, was actually, we have this like beautiful end scene with Kevin and Edgeus, and they have this beautiful moment, you know, they're smoking together, they're playing some music. And almost in that like 80s, like almost like the ep the season ends, like almost like the season ends, we're about to like, there's lots of like, you can see resolutions happening, but you can see problems picking up in other places, emotions all over the place within the cast. For me, it was Lex being like, 
I'm gonna just dive into this book for a little bit and see what I can find. And then I'm gonna like fall asleep listening to the music. And it was then Dave, you being like, I fucking write the word justice and fucking knife that shit onto the board, you know, and for, for Silara and you put like the necklace on there. And, um, and like, to me, actually all of those moments individually, I think without your guys two individual moments next to mine and Tom's, I don't think that scene would have had the impact that, that that we all ended up feeling at the end of it. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention about those like emotional scenes and shit like that is, I feel like as a group, we've got so much room to have some, some of those moments. Like there's gonna be scenes, you know, and moments where people are gonna have ups, we're gonna have downs, we're gonna have, you know, this kind of stuff. And I think um, as a group, I think a lot of the character development and things like that happen in those moments, you know, and the, the characters yeah. start moving and kind of growing and you start seeing relationships and stuff. So I'm on board for all of that. Like, I think, you know how we were talking about earlier, getting that balance of like goof versus like montage. I think there's another factor in there, which is finding those beautiful moments next to the montage stuff. So pushing the plot forward, but then taking time to be like, actually, I'm about to have a moment with Jewel because we need to deal with something that we've been like going through or, you know, they need some support from someone or, you know, or even just like, here's some questioning about your character so that you can unlock some more about your character and talk to us about stuff we might yeah. not know, but above table we do, you know, or something like that. You know, I feel I like mean, there's room yeah. for that. In, in our most recent episode, it's been really useful for me again to actually expand on what who jewel is uh you know again before it's just just traveling and then it's suddenly like oh by the way we're back with your family now how are you going to be um and i actually got like emotional in the last episode when i'm like jewel's just got back to her family she's like early 20s and she's died (laughs) she's Mm. on a mammoth path and she's back with her family and it's just like and this is now safety you know what i mean but again throw that throw that sort of uh, you know that that spanner in the works of with a what we believe is mortal enemy in her living room yeah and i think that's what i've i've tried to do subtly with with lex and it's, it's hard to keep myself on track with it because it, when we lex first come on the scene like i say he's captain spock he's logical he's got his prime directive where he needs to sort out these planar rifts, help mechanics figure out why it's all happening. But then he's got these, and he was very transactional with Jewel when they first met. Oh yeah. And with Ed, with Edges when they first met, but slowly personal relationships are starting to encroach on his prime directive. And he's actually trying to justify to himself why this side quest is part of his prime directive. But what I think I probably don't do enough is then play cog on the other side mm. of that saying why are you doing this side quest it's got fuck all to do so you know when in the last ep- last episode last week just to jump ahead a little bit because it helps with my point mm. well you know when all of a sudden i was cog came out of my pocket and was like there's a fucking portal over there why yeah. are you sorting it out yeah and i was like shit 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 i need to do mm. more of that because in theory cog is supposed to be keeping me on mission yeah and yeah. then i have to explain to cog why it's part of the overall mission and you guys are part of the great equation our fates yeah. are intertwined and actually helping you helps me. And I, I but, think I need to bring that bit more in with, with Cog. Do you know what, dude? I thought that scene was brilliant because you, you, what you did that was great was Lex as a character hasn't like fully 
converted to like emotions. So I loved, in my head when I was picturing that scene, I saw Lex sat there, like legs shaking, like being like, I need to like, we're like, okay, okay, like, okay, stop asking fucking questions. Like, can we go do this now kind of thing. And in my head, that's kind of how I pictured you doing it. And the way you described it was what I was kind of envisioning in my head. And I felt really true to character. Like it felt very, very true to Lex almost having like this borderline panic attack of like, cool, I'm so close to something that is like within my inner nature to like deal with. And yet we're sat here around a fucking table having tea. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about relatively on the spectrum of things that is on Lex's priority list is probably fucking low, you know, on the priority list in a way. I, th yeah. I think that, com that, that comes back to you then, uh, like Bodhi, as you said, uh, it would have felt very unnatural if Kevin coming back to Edgius and you'd have gone, oh, hey, thank God you're just in time. I, the, you know, I want to punch you in your face right now um, and, and I don't care if that's going to, you know, cause any issues. It was the totally emotional response. And yeah, I, I again love that dynamic and I, and I do remember thinking this is exactly how Lex would be. He's sitting there, you know, not listening to the conversation going... Uh, Thursday. What well, I, I don't know, and just and just constantly basically looking out of this this thing. You got Edius in in Jules' home with a sword out to their guest. Jewel mm. going, the fuck is going on? Um, <laughs> this you is know, my living room. What this is my mean? living room, and also I'm going. Hang, you know, and also going. Edius, put the fucking knife down. My mm. sister's up there. You know, and, and and this whole dynamic, and then Kevin just going, who do I punch? Um, was was amazing, and again, when 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 Edgius got angry and Kevin, you know, followed, was again totally that response of seeing that Kevin is a uh, is the barbarian he is with a heart. Uh, that really, oh, dude, that was such a, a heart, bro. Yes, of course, you do had had your bro moment on the roof, but I think that it was it was you know magnitude multiplied by him coming after you, um, and and as I say, you know. It was so weird doing the, you know, what the hell is going on here in in, in her living room. Uh, and as I say, that whole, like, emotional hit of, you know, I just want to be home. You know, Dad, please mm. take this trouble off me. Um, yeah. was, was, was really impactful as to... And again, thinking back to that, like, think what Jewel had to do to basically suck that up and go, no, we got to go and fix this shit right now um and 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 i you know and and also the her, her, the rug's been pulled from underneath her that her parents are so well connected to stuffs that she feels like she was utterly blindsided by like how the hell did i miss all of this really you know really what? interesting episode <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see jules I, I, I've been really excited for, I feel like there's a conversation with your parents and, and I feel like it's going to come when we leave. We, it feels like we're building to like, as we leave, there's going to be a conversation between you guys that is going to be, you know, this beautiful moment of you expressing all this stuff that you're talking about, you know, that like, I miss you guys. Like, I wish I could fucking, like, nothing more in this world makes me want to stay other than the fact that I know that there might not be a world if we let this stupid shit continue happening. And you know, like, I, I'm really hyped actually, Dave, to see you and, and see Matt as well flex what a mother and father having not had their child at home while dealing with all this shit and just 
all of you guys have that moment. I'm, I, that's something I've been. Yeah, really no, totally. Because again, you know, I, I, just thinking outside, we don't, we don't know, and that's the great thing about it. I haven't given Matt a. This is what they are. I've literally, I've got a paragraph for each of them. What, what Jewel knows that they do, literally, librarian mm. and, and basically a, a a blacksmith, but not a weaponsmith. And mm. we have seen that that's not true, and and yeah. I love that. I, I, I because everything so far has been absolutely bob on why they could be and it is that wall is being taken away that curtains being opened and yeah. she's now seeing that she was utterly naive she may have never needed to have known that you know she could have continued mm. to be naive but fate has chosen her to be the one and she's finding this out and it is how does she respond to that um because honestly it could be everything from you know shoulder it to completely flip out um mm. and i'll tell you right now i don't know <laughs> yeah. that's why i love it yeah. because it is like what is that conversation going to turn out and how is it going to be mm. because mm. that's the way that the role playing goes yeah, yeah. i agree and that's I'm a sign of that. good parents though actually which then will endear you to them more because if your kid mm. thinks you're just two boring adults right then you've sheltered them from potential harm that they and outside yeah. influences and like if you if your dad was a piece of shit back in the day and he's a reformed gangster the fact that you don't know that is he's done his job right yeah you know I mean? no yeah. totally again yeah all those connections and everything so yeah no really 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 interesting. It's, that, it's that whole scale danny almost that you're saying of like wow you guys really deceived me which i'm not okay with but you're also badasses and you know there's so much more depth to you than i thought which is awesome and both of yeah. these are very conflicting feelings yeah in my and body. it would just be yeah. that thing of like ah right let's move on um you know and and I'll so yeah i'll tell you what we have crossed over when cavern returned he brought mace with him oh. which happens to be oh, a fucking eight foot tall copper warforged dude I, which I don't know what to is... make that fucking robot bro Right. Okay. Well, well for, for, first of all, again, Mace, I strongly believe is the is the uh, automaton is, that we found. Yes. Because before you joined, after let mm. after Jewel died and she came back and she had her astral plane powers, she had a vision of a, a ghostly battlefield. Yeah. And of, of an ancient battle happening, which Mace has talked about in in, in episodes, and we found a foot sticking up out of the ground, and we pulled it out. And then tried to dig it out the rest of this warforged and then something happened and we had to run off and it turned mm. out that warforged was mace and that's why he's missing a leg it's because we took his leg yanked, dropped yanked it, it as we escaped but didn't fully yeah. and us trying to dig him up woke him up uh, okay i see I so see. Fact, yeah, that's very cool that's and how what, he's linked in and to it's what cavern and it's what cavern got drawn to from his deity mm. like go and yeah. help this thing out you know like yeah. you need to be helping each other so and yeah I, I like what matt is doing as well because cavern and lex you wouldn't think would get on as characters they've got completely different motives for doing stuff cavern acts with his heart lex acts with his head yep and yet he worships paragon who in a vision talks to him about keeping balance keeping things on a level playing field and as soon as they said that, Lex is like, oh, fucking hell, me and Kevin have got quite a big thing in common here. He worships yeah. a god who has the same ethos as Mechanus, who is my mentor, pseudo-father figure, whatever. Slash deity. <laughs> Linking it all together. And then 
you with Edgius with the Moonflower Lady, you're then getting into some deity stuff as well, which then makes you appreciate Cavern's religious side yeah. a bit more. Exactly. So it's, yeah. It's, it's it's good how it's all working out. I think. I hope it's, it's not. Like and I hope it's nice. not frustrating to Matt, and I don't think it is. I like playing okay. Jewel as, as <laughs> the Watcher has openly tried to assist Jewel, and she mm. has reluctantly accepted some help, but is still so suspicious of the motherfucker that more than I am, if that makes sense. Like I would just be like, mm. "Hey, great, this is awesome," but I'm like, I can't play Jewel like that. Right? She mm. detests magic, and feels that this is a higher form of person magic of going you know this 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 you know uh, big deity just like i why do i trust you do you know what i mean like also you gotta think you're not old enough to remember the gods because that were the gods disappeared 30 years ago you're only 20 right so to you gods is just super magic in a yeah. way, yeah. So the that, fact that that, that's a much like better magic, representation of what I was trying to say. Yeah, you've met a demigod, and you're like, yeah. "Fucking hell, that's that's like next level magic." I don't trust him, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he kind of helped me save my life and all that stuff. So it's kind of reluctant acceptance, like you reluctantly accept that magical help. Very reluctantly, yeah. And it, it it was over time, and again, that's the thing is like going, "Okay, he hasn't hurt me, he hasn't told me to do anything, he hasn't got into my head and said stab this person." So it, there's that slow reluctance in the background to go, "Look, he might be on our side," but that's yeah. the point, you know. This poor dude out there, you know, as you say, like demigod, is is going, "Hi, I'm here to help," uh, and 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 Jules like, mm, "I don't trust that," uh, you know. Mm. It, it's just the way that we've got to play it because there's no way. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm I'm sat asking the same question. I'm I'm I, I've been asking since the Moon Spirit Lady whether I, at some point I'm gonna take a level in Warlock <laughs> because it feels like it feels like that shit's coming a little bit. But I um I I also like you know I was talking to Tom about it. I was like you know thinking do do i bet that this moon deity is either gonna like try and warlock me and be like be like chill be like hey i'll give you power like let's be buddies or do i think that me planting seeds in places is like fucking opening portals or like you know doing the exact opposite of what we're trying to do i like i'm seeding you know her shit but i like i'm gonna keep planting the seeds when it's relevant but i think at, at some point i'm definitely like I'm scared to plant that third seed because I'm like, fuck, man. So it's either going to be really good or it's going to be really bad. It's yeah. Not is, 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 is she, is she gonna suddenly going to appear in front of you in all, all glowing and then just turn into that evil witch sort of, thank yeah. you, you've given me my out or you freed me. Yeah, like, exactly. Ah. You know, get like Galadriel and then going. you get like evil Galadriel. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yes, exactly. Exactly that, yeah. <laughs> I can see it going two ways, right? She's a moon goddess, which is comes out at night time, which mm. is when all the shadowy creatures come out, so that's bad. But at the same time, the only light you get at night is from the moon. From so the she moon. actually might that be a good true. weapon against the shadows because she can shine moonlight on them. Even when it's dark, you can actually get yeah. light. Yeah. Dude, I'm hoping for that one so, so much because uh, talking this links to something as well. I would love to get her blessing to create like a moon blade that sheds light because I've just taken a shadow blade spell that I can use. So that would be dope to have like a fucking shadow and light blade and be wielding or like light and darkness. Or she gives you luminescence so you actually glow like a Saiyan. Oh, yes. As you say, you some, some, some sort of special cool. 
moon moonlight weapon that actually deals uh, light or uh, radiant damage. Yeah, yeah. Write that down, Matt. Matt, write that down. Yeah, yeah. While you're on your plane, mate, just just make these notes. Uh, cheers. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> Illuminescent edges that deals radiant damage. Yeah, I, I want an unarmed strike that deals oh. radiant damage. Oh no! Oh, I've got it! I've got it! I've got it! Um, it's got to be a set of uh, silver, silver brass knuckles uh, for Edius. Just, just, just pop, pop. It could you work know. though, because like you could even, even if they give you something like Word of Radiance. Mm. So that is a spell that within ten feet, it just it's just like a bolt of radiance. You could do it with moonlight, and it could even be yeah. a, a strum of radiance instead. Just giving you ideas, mm. Matt. And, no, no oh wait, moon blades. Hmm. Oh, is that the dusk blade? Is he well, talking I've got, about the I've dusk? Got, I've, got, I've got the dusk dagger, uh, which is very I interesting. A, I think did I have, was it a company one weapon, a moon blade? I was just going to say, is that not what the 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 um, some wasn't that the evil one? No, that was a blood blade, wasn't it? Did you have a, well, blade? Was a curse oh, blade? No. Early okay, so, in this okay, campaign, so did you... one of you had a sword that you went and got checked by a blacksmith. You asked a blacksmith about a sword. Since I've been here, uh, there was, that like... was the, but that was the defender's one, wasn't it? That wasn't a moon blade, was it? Yeah, that I was the defender. Uh, okay. Is yours called? Okay. Yours is in the Moonblade, is it, Joel? No, mine's, it's mine's dusk, the Dusk Dagger. No, it's the Dusk Dagger, so it works oh, yeah. in dim light. Uh, so so you kind of the Moonblade opposite sounds of... Moonblade like something... It's definitely something we've had before. I just don't know whether it's Campaign 1, Campaign 2 or If it's what. Campaign 1, then we are absolutely in 100... It's, there we go. It's, um... it's, it's Campaign 1. But Thank that you, means we are, we are absolutely going to Nylon to pick this shit up. Um, from, from Yeah, we are going there. <laughs> yes, Moonblade! Moonblade. <laughs> we need to do Just, some accidental research at uh, you know at, at Dryad's Gate to find out well, that Moonblades exist, the, and then go on the, the side circle, quest to go get it. If we go to the <laughs> fucking know what they called Circle, Crystalline uh, Circle. Crystalline Circle, yeah. They, they've got a faction in Old Nylon. There we go. So, so they, they can go, they, they can ping us over there. They can ping us over there. Um, okay, oh, right. I'm going to bring you on, back on track because we have done a roundabout. We have talked about the last episode, but only a little bit. Let's jump to we we fixed this circle. We um, we we screwed. Well, we watched the elders kill Silara. Um, we lost, lost Callum, and then basically we 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 legged it out of there um, back to Dryad's Gate to nice. form a plan to uh, to kidnap one of the elders. That yeah, turned and that's out when to we be. Lost, we lost trust for everyone at that point, and we had to establish yeah. whether we could trust the druids. Yeah. And it turns out we could trust Brom. We told him about the, yeah. the corruption in Moore Stacy. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we hatched the plan to kidnap an elder. So we did. Which was and our best, one of our best episodes, I think. It, it was a pretty good one. I mean, again, I wasn't necessarily expecting the uh, the House of Horrors, um, but it was still one hell of a fun in, encounter with mirrors and Before all these other things. Before to that bit, I really liked the fact that when, when we all got into disguise and we were yeah. hatching the plan and the yeah. role play of actually creating the plan. Yeah, all, all of that was I great. I don't know whether it came across enough, but I suppose retrospectively I can lay it on a bit thicker. Lex cut his hair to form True. part of his disguise. So he kind of used the disguise as an excuse to cut his hair, but I suppose in his culture, his hair is his thing. You know, like how mm. Native Americans, their hair yeah, is, yeah. or with Sikhs, their hair is quite important. Yeah. With him culturally, yeah. 
his hair was important. And after find, after realizing he'd been sacrificed, he was going to be sacrificed to the gods, and then he got saved by going into the portal to Mechanus. And he's trying to forget about that and focus on his mission. Cutting that was kind of a way to cut ties with his pre-Mechanus life. And it's, I don't know if I've, I've played that up enough, but that no, was my no, thinking no, you, behind you, it. You, you did, you absolutely did. And I actually remember, as soon as you just said that, I remember, I remember that it very well. well. I remember it, that it, was, well. it was very much that thing of, um, uh, yeah, you know, guys in movies like shaving off their full, like, you know, hermit beard and stuff. It's, it really was that turning point for Lex uh, and, and, and truly incredible. Um, yeah. Grabbing, it, was, gra- it was that Zuko and Iroh <clears throat> moment where they fucking yeah. chop their top knots yeah. off and put it in the river <clears throat> and it fucking floats away and it's like all, all relinquished all yeah. ties. Yeah. So yeah, no, it, it was absolutely incredible. Um, it was a very, then- very interesting, uh, you know, sort of grab of of Dragon. Uh, you know, the way that we grabbed him, we were very lucky to get out. That was that that Dude, that. that, that that drug was clutch. I thought it was going to be so hard. I thought yeah. it was going to be so hard, but we fucked him so quickly. Also, are we allowed are we allowed to poke holes in things in these recaps? Are we allowed is that allowed or yeah. do we no, not? No, 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 to, totally. I mean, I, I you know, I, I I believe so. I I would also point out from Jules' point of view and mine I was fully mm. expecting a, and I don't know why, because yes, he is an elder. He was a very powerful man, uh, and a very paranoid man, probably because of all the shit that he's gone through. So it was, it was a very big indication. I fully expected that we were literally going to f- find a window, pop through it, catch him off guard while he was walking down the the hallway with a whiskey, tie him up, and scare the living bejesus out of him, and carry hoik him out, him out in, carry him <laughs> out like like we're we're doing a rug delivery service. Seriously, I mean, I I'm happy to land that one on 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 Jules' naivety, but that was also mine. I fully believed that that was what was going to happen. Um, yeah, we end up in the House of Horrors, um, trying to make our way through because this guy is so. Um, um, yeah, he was so scared he was going to get you know got. Uh, that he put this. However, obviously, he also his arrogance was his also downfall that he chose to sit there while we fucking pounced on the dude. <laughs> do, do you know what? Do you know what was my so so something that made me laugh? So my little my little my little poke is uh, while while we were playing that, I was uh, I, first of all the house and horrors and the mirrors stuff was super creepy, super exciting. I love that we tried every fucking candelabra in that whole place, <laughs> and uh, and we're like checking everything for like secret doors and all that shit. Something that made me absolutely die laughing when I when Matt revealed like the whole map was a thought went through my head and I was like, where the fuck does this guy sleep in this fucking shit show of a house? I was like, where does he go for a piss in this fucking house? I was like, this is a savage house to live in. I, I honestly, I'm, yeah, I, honestly, two, so twofold. You're absolutely right. It is he he must get really pissed off when someone rings the doorbell and it takes him 20 minutes to disarm everything so, he can, so that himself can walk to the door um, yeah. so there is that you're absolutely right also I will also point out one hell of a good for want of a better word because we don't do it dungeon call that's kind of what that was the, the, mm. it was it was it was a task it was a it was a game to get through that um, mm. obviously as as, as, as as Matt has said we didn't never see saw a second floor so that's where everything else yeah, most yeah. likely was um, and also I would point out um, 
it's it's good fun. It's good fun to watch that stuff. Like to get us caught, to get us trying. It felt like I was playing Luigi's Mansion. Right? That's yeah. exactly that. the vibe yeah. I got. That is exactly the vibe I got. Hundred percent. Yeah. And and, and, and I, yeah, I, I, I have to say, that. like he 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 was a. Um, uh, a very paranoid person, and that was one of the things that, like, I was completely thrown by it not being a house we could just get into, um, yeah. and and that actually should have been a big warning to Jewel and myself that actually he was a paranoid dude and probably got a lot of shit behind him. Um, how we jumped in also, that, though was awesome. Do you, I, I was going to say two things. One about the jumping thing. Also, that was when Edius learnt his misty step. Well, I finally yes. managed to miss yes. the step through the door. That was Edius's misty is Here's a question for you. I've, I've actually wanted to ask the one. Mm. Did Edius want to learn that because she'd, he'd seen Jewel use it? Actually, so this, this like, reaps back all the way to, like, one of the first episodes we all had together, which was because I thought Callum was, a, was very much going to be like our NPC that it was like cool we're keeping him for the rest of the campaign was like my thought early days and I had a little sword play section with Callum during some downtime once we crossed the river at one point yes and he misty stepped around me and was able to get a blow on me and yep. in my head I was like Ooh. that is a sick trick and actually the whole reason and this is edge this was like me thinking is edgiest Edius is so petty that actually the whole reason he learned Misty Step is so that one day he can challenge Callum to another duel and Misty Step <laughs> around that bitch and strike him. That is the whole I reason he the wants to Misty Step. I appreciate so, that. So what's very interesting <laughs> is, is is Jewel uses it to get out of shit, get out of combat, or you uh, get mm. out of trouble, or in combat as a almost her way of being scary like a mm. black panther hard to see moving at lightning speeds and then just mm. disappearing and the next thing they see is her just hurtling into you is quite the scary thing hopefully not in a you know mm. like my campaign one character dargon who was you know an eight foot five goliath behemoth not like that but more of just that shock and surprise so yeah yes we absolutely did uh you know get him and i would say this is the perfect opportunity to us to have a quick break where we can then follow on with the recap of as our lovely dm has put one of the most brutal interrogations that we have ever seen uh in our own little also, versions of D&D. The so, most ADHD fucking interrogation we ever. Really we, need to learn, we really need to God. learn the uh, the art of ask a question and wait for the DM to give a response, not give him Because we all ask a question. <laughs> no, but I like that, though. I'll, we'll talk about it afterwards, and I'll tell you why we I will. like it. We will. So, cool. go guys. Go for it. Um, Enjoy the break. Uh, go, go, go stretch your legs, grab yourself a drink, and we will be back as soon as we can. So stick in there. Cheers. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Malt and Magic podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, don't forget to check out the live action antics Mondays at 7.30pm UK time over on twitch.tv forward slash malt and magic. 
The VOD episodes will land on our YouTube channel each Friday following the Monday stream. Also, please leave our podcast a rating and send us your feedback. We do love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, here we are. Welcome back, Mm. everybody. Mm. You know, I said I'll hold that thought until after the break. You have no idea what it was. Yeah, it was the (laughs) interrogation. It was the interrogation. Is where we're coming coming back from loads of angles. Oh yeah, the reason I like the fact that we ask loads of questions and don't wait for the answer is because that's just the dynamic of our character. It's like rules like you know this is certainly Lex is just if well Edge is just if the thought comes into his head it's coming out of his mouth. And then Lex is like, I've got my objective and we're all trying to achieve our objectives at the same time, but not actually thinking, which is, which is a good learning curve. So for example, like in battles, edges will try something off the cuff and Lex will be like, we need to rehearse this before we do it because I can't do things off the cuff. And like we've, we rehearsed everything of the plan apart from the actual interrogation and what we were going to say. And and I like that, that actually played out that way. We knew what we were going to do until we got to that point. Yeah, Dude, yeah, such, and, 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 and so point. yeah, you're absolutely right. We 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 honestly should have had that conversation about good cop, bad cop, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a couple of things there. One, yes, it was great the fact that Jewel went in with with full just emotion. That was her mm. interrogation. Edgius was how the fuck are you connected with this other stuff and and, and Klein, mm. Lex is logical. Cavern's there go again doing a, the same thing. You haven't answered our question. Break a finger. Um, yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and, and and it was just. It, uh, but he was also so calm about the whole thing, which is great. No, all of that was really fantastic. Um, the other thing about it was yeah, playing all of those different things in the interrogation. Like how interesting that Jewel didn't really know Silara and yet we're like you're now going to get punished because mm. I saw a nice person not even nice person just not a dick get completely obliterated by you guys you will pay mm. and it was very it's a good uh, way to channel your PTSD about it I'll just channel it through anger into your throat absolutely and again it's one of those ones of um Someone who has been pushed to the edge of the to, 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 to their limits, uh, you know. As they say, it's very interesting how outside of combat, I I I believe that Jewel has never killed anyone. So this is the first time that Jewel will ever have actually taken intentionally a life that wasn't in defense, in self-defense, in self-defense, yeah. or a rabbit in the woods. Totally. Mm-hmm. Again, so that thing of, you know, I, I wish to I wish to end your life and I can was do, very do, interesting turn. I I, I I loved I like two things about what Jewel did and then something about Tom, because you mentioned something that made me think about something is um I think with Jewel's thing, you you play it really well, Dave. I think, you know, you're 
Like I said, that the justice, the justice for Silara, yeah. mixed with this moment, are linked beautifully in in the arc of everything because I think it shows. It also shows how naive Jewel is in a in a really beautiful way. It shows yeah. how rash and just like you know, like just wanting to like almost wielded by emotions at moments. That twenty year old, do you know what I mean? Like that young yeah. person, like oh my god, suddenly emotions just take over, and I just the logic doesn't even sink through. So I thought you did really, really great with that. And then the um, the Tom thing that you mentioned is, I've watched a lot of D&D streams and I've watched a lot of people play barbarians. You know, we've seen, you know, the classic Grog from Critical Role, yeah. you know, who is like, Rah! you know, you've seen, you know, uh, there's a myriad of, of great examples, but there's, there's, typically it comes around some sort of anger or you know things like that i think what i love and i i realized this just as you said this a second ago dave i love the way tom plays cavern because it is it's a quiet anger yeah. and that is almost like more scary of like a like look look dude like i like i'm not here to fuck around i'm just gonna hurt you and it's because i'm angry right now and you're pissing me off but this is like a calm anger like this is an anger that you should be actually like i'm not acting irrationally I'm angry and I'm acting the most rationally I have all day. I've been putting on a mask and like, you know, doing things that are against my nature all day. This is me now being fully instinctual and doing it it's, the way that it's I the, believe it's It's the right. opposite yeah. of your standard barbarian. Uh, he is panicking all day because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And then suddenly shit gets real and it's total peace and quiet up there. And he's suddenly yeah. like, I got this. Uh, it's, yeah. it's almost the calm. It's the opposite. Like uh, he's it, it, mad about they've got the wrong ham for his sandwich. Yeah. But then when it's an actual life or death situation, he is absolutely calm, it, cool as a I, cucumber. I, 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 want a very, I want to very liken it to like Liam Neeson in Taken, where he's like, you know, when he, he he's torturing that guy and he basically yeah. stabs the things into his legs and goes, so let's have a chat. You know, because that is yeah. more scary uh, because it is... Yeah. You know that they are so calm about the whole thing um is is is, is yeah re really intense and very well played by tom uh but yeah you're absolutely right C coming back we all went in with totally different angles on that interrogation um it was very much uh amateur you know and mm. and i think that absolutely played Never out the right way before exactly that's the point of of you mm. know we we need to have actually have planned and gone right one at a time we need to go and try and interrogate him hopefully mm. you'll get it out of him if you don't the next person goes in no we were just mm. you know foaming at the mouth mm. we'll try and get this information it did and didn't go our way uh and that was absolutely the right thing to have happened we gained some incredible information and we screwed ourselves over in a little bit at the same time yeah yeah i agree, I for, agree. For, again I think... to to, re to recap the episode we then ended up having a uh for one of a better word a conversation with a greater power uh who was controlling vs maybe um well it's the what, shrouded what lord yeah, what he ended yeah. up, what he ended up divulging to us is M is just a pawn, Klein is just a pawn, VS is just a pawn, the elders are pawns. And in the greatest, we the are, greatest a, yeah, and we are a thorn in their side. We have inadvertently yeah. actually been a, a, actual nuisance, um, and that is, that's actually good news to hear. Um, 
you know, something that we need to actually go, yeah, no, 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 we have actually therefore pressed the right buttons. And something that I had forgotten he had said until I was making notes for this recap episode is the Shrouded Lords, one of his parting words were that we will see Klein very soon. So either we're on the right track and we're going to cross paths or he's actively coming for us. Chasing us down, yeah. In which case... Um, Bodhi, do, do please remember to scry on him next episode. <laughs> just, just gone. Just one and done, isn't it? Oh, is it one and yeah, done? It's, it's one and done. Yeah, <clears throat> it's one and done. It was a scroll. But do you know what, actually? You, you saying that of him, like, something that I realised, because between, um, between us finding this information, us getting to Jules Village, which is a little jump, uh, Edius makes those weights for himself and and starts wearing these weights yeah. and is going to start and you know like I said I'm going to try and start developing this new type of combat where he's doing close quarters magic as well as sword play and getting in there a bit more. I think I realized tonight while we've been talking what Edius's super objective actually now is. Like his his super objective for life is to die just cuz he's like he just wants to fucking move on from all this. Yeah. But I think <clears throat> The thing that I realized Edius is training for is actually to kill Klein again. Okay, I think, yeah. like, I, I realized today that he's like, it took me a year last time and I didn't even succeed. Like, I need to, like, start now. And it needs to now be like, all I do from this moment forward is in preparation for the moment I stand in front of him. I'm ready to fucking swing swords and, and you know, put, put my fucking, you know, Put the whatever where your mouth is um, saying, uh, put your money where your mouth is, there we go, and actually show up in the moment. So I think that's where I'm heading with the, the training stuff that I'm going down the route of now. So you know what, that'll be- Blue Eye Samurai now, and it is fucking sensational. So th 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 this will be an interesting one that I actually want to, I, d I basically don't want the answer to this, uh, Bodhi. Um, mm. I'm curious, therefore, how you fought Klein last time, and mm. is Edius just going to be a better fighter in that same realm, or are you going down such a different route that it's going to catch Klein off guard that mm. the, that what you've done is essentially retrain so that he hasn't got a clue? I I just basically look forward to that that outcome. Mm. Uh, as I say, mm. I don't want to know it now, and I'm just really yeah. keen to find out whether that what what what's what's that is. In a similar view, and I've constantly been doing this for for Jewel, um, is so I actually made Jewel. I've again I've spoken about this before. I tried to make Jewel as good outside of combat, not so good in combat. Mm. Um, I'm still on that that path. I'm keen with our recent level up to try and Im keep that going, but again. It's. We understand. We're we're playing a rule set that is uh, not heavily, but certainly has a, a large segment that is fighting. So it's very interesting trying to find that 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 middle ground as to, you know, again who Jewel is, um, because I don't just want her to be a bloodthirsty thirsty assassin rogue. Uh, it's absolutely not who she is. Um, uh, and yeah, it's very interesting finding that that way of keeping it interesting inside the RP with her special skills. Um, I have. You've done that in certain battles though where 
you've rather than dealing damage you've just become a nuisance to the enemy which gives us an advantage so for example yeah. stealing their weapons or if there's an item we need to get in somebody's in the way yep. going and getting it yep. that sort of stuff yeah like lex can control the battlefield with some of his he can change the initiative order he can do some other stuff to help you guys out so he can help the party let, let, let's be fair, you can, you're basically just you vision out, out of the marvel series <laughs> just like I'm a nuisance, and we're just like, hello. Well, I can do the lightning bolt stuff, but there's <laughs> yeah. some spells that I haven't got a chance to use yet. Like, yeah. I can do the, I can change the initiative order if it helps. So if Edges yes. ends up at the bottom of the round, mm. I can make him the top of the round and get advantage so he gets two goes in a row. I can also do it the mm. opposite way with the enemy and put the bottom of the round and give them disadvantage. Mm. Yeah. But the order hasn't no. quite worked out for that yet. No. I've no. also got a spell no. I haven't used yet, which is essentially if somebody throws a projectile at you, whether it's a bow and arrow, a knife, or anything. I can stop the projectile midair and deflect it towards somebody else by like stopping time. Oh, that's dope. But nobody, nobody's ever chirped a projectile at us yet, <laughs> so I haven't got to use it. But that's, but you can use can your do, powers do, in that way to create I'm throwing something at Lex next episode, so you can use Neo that. It. I'm Neo it. Just be like, <laughs> absorb it into no. your hand to put the other one out and shoot it out the other one back at me. Amazing. Oh, man. Amazing. Do, do you know what? That's what I, you can I, do. You can create havoc in different ways. Which is, again, what I've tried to do. I played a very much fighter, you know, class. Uh, mm. Last time, it was a beefy bloke. He was going to be hitting. He was going to be dead center. It was end of. Uh, you know, and, if, and also that few times it was like, okay, just moved him into the most dangerous areas. I so cannot do that with jewel and also no. there'll be a number of times i'm like cool completely missed that's my round over whereas you if can, i'm you as you say it. i need to be yeah. that fly that annoying like you know yeah. i've got your weapon get it back you don't want to get hit but you can do the equivalent of tying people's shoelaces together so they fall over and running away you can put yeah. you can rub <laughs> sand in their eyes to make yeah. them blind for a round yeah stupid stuff like that yeah so totally yeah. in the eye I and think... run off I, I love the idea of, you know, because Edgius at the moment in downtime is taking these moments to train. I love the idea that, like you said, Jules at the moment isn't thinking about that type of stuff. Lex, you know, maybe isn't there. I love the idea that as this campaign goes on, when these training apps like moments happen, that slowly as a group, we all start actually being like, it's time to train. Like, as, and it's like, all of us like end up being, you know, Jules is pa practicing Misty Step, Misty Step, Misty Step. You know, Lex is like shooting off different spells, practicing. Edgius is working with his sword. You have like fucking Cavern so what, know, what, grappling what, a tree branch or some shit. What Jules has done, uh, again, this is a recap, so I'm mm -hmm. trying to get, get, catch everyone up. She has bought um, uh, a, a particular sort of weapon, for want of a better, better word, um, that will. Um, will trip up an enemy uh and, and again in the hopes of and it's, it's one of those annoying things that it's unfortunate for range casting or range spells and and weapons but to trip an enemy up to stop its movement even if it's going to be a whole action for them to get this thing off them um i think it's called a bolus um is going to as you say in that line of be a fucking nuisance on the battlefield because that is in a nice way, all she's good for, um, and that's but it's why. It's the I... sort of thing. Go on. Sorry, I was just going to say, but it's the sort of thing because what we got by the end of campaign one, we knew if the person before me did this certain move, I could do this certain move, which would complement that, and then set up the next person for their next move. Mm. So, for example, if Cavern 
and edgy are both in close. If you knock somebody prone, you know for what they're going to. You've got advantage. Whereas if you're if you're next, then don't do that because then you're going to like have disadvantage on your hit. So that's the kind of stuff that will be useful. But that's why I've therefore gone right. I've 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 bought a tool that will be useful in combat. I'm not going to therefore try and suddenly become give myself a feat of fighter initiative or, or something that is fighting. No, I'm going to try and give myself something that's going to mean that outside of combat, duel is more useful. Telekinesis, baby. First step into magic. Let's do it. No, again, great, great <laughs> idea. She will never do it because she will, she absolutely detests magic. She accepts true, it for true. being around, but she's never going to do that. She's not going to become a warlock. She's not going to get the lucky feet. You know, a, a, mm. one that I joked about was Keen Mind, but again, I'm like, I'm so bad at keeping notes that I can't mm. do that on Matt or myself. Like, that's just not going to work. Um, yeah. And 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 I've had I've had Jewel make notes and draw. Fine, I can't do it. Like as a, I remember everything I've ever read. Yeah. Do you know what, as well? I, f I feel like as the two casters at the moment, Lex and Edgeus, you know, when I did that that mi that misty uh, misty step land and, like, try and flip and you catch me, and you beautifully oh. stepped out of the way and, and, and let me land on the ground, um, I think I realized during this conversation as well that, like, Edgeus is jazz. He's very much, like, you know, like, on the fly, like, I'm coming up with this, I'm going, you know, we're... You know, Lex is very much, and I love the idea that at some point, you know, we have been together long enough and we work together long enough that we start finding, like you said, those combinations of being like, let's yeah. do this together. Like, you know, like like you said, you know, um, ju just the, the, the variety of when if we combine our spells mixed with, you know, again, the movement and like speed stuff that I have in terms of getting in and out. I think together we have a lot of potential. I like that we come from opposite ends of the uh, spectrum of like, you know, jazz versus, you know, what would be maybe like math rock, you know, or, or, or something yeah. like that, you know. Yeah, so there, I think there, that's a very nice contrast. We could combine for like one powerful attack. Yeah. Even if it's like yeah. I channel my lightning bolt through your sword or something stupid like that. Yeah. I love, dude, I, I, dude, I love it. I'll use acid splash, but I'll put it on your sword. So then you've got a poisonous sword. So yeah. Things like exactly. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Genius. Yeah. That's that's the type of shit we need to be doing for sure. Although you did give away the fucking ring of spell holding or whatever it is as a as a down payment on something, and I could, I keep, I could just put, I could put so many spells in that. I could put dragon's breath in it. I could put warp sense in it. I could give you so many powers. And Cavern Jewel, could just have Jewel a ring. Was honestly, the only, <laughs> only person in uh, in in our campaign in our group, and probably in most campaigns, to ever go. I, I do not see the value in a incredible yeah. ring of of spell storing. Um, How much did she say it was worth? Like Do we remember what the number thousand, was? you know, gold or something. It's ridiculous. Um, just absolutely... Oh, yeah. So, no. And again, that type of stuff where maybe, actually, if if Jewel can help in your dual, your, 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 your simultaneous attack um, in, in, in using the bolus and grappling them and also literally physically, like, grabbing hold of them, um, yeah. In the knowledge that then you two can, can are next in line in that order, absolutely incredible. I, I, one thing we didn't, one question we haven't answered or thought about much is, 
when we met the Shrouded Lord and we come face to face with him, we had a bit of a conversation about why he might need portals, but why do you think he needs so many shadow plane portals? Does he draw power from them the same as VS is, or does he just need to open them to actually just enter our world? Or he's not bothered about coming to our world, he just wants them to send forth his minions into our plane. We don't know, and that's question. the great thing is we really don't know. We're like we, we were a few episodes away from from you know knowing that he even exists. So now it's again that thing of you know we need to know. I'll be honest, guys, I don't think we're ready to go through a portal. I think we need to close that portal um, in our latest episode. But it's very interesting how we may end up again in our outside our comfort zone in a alternative plane that we don't necessarily I wish I could send my fucking cat for a different plane consistency he's been an absolute prick Oh, I want to be either side of the door thing at all times absolutely I've, I've, I've got a cat fucking sitting right here wanting to do exactly the same thing um, at least yours just sits in front of you mine is actively trying to derail my life only because she tried to claw in through the door so this is the only reason <laughs> I, and, and basically giving her fuss means she shuts up and doesn't say anything um, yeah I'm very interested to know what we need to do and whether we know. Um, again, jumping back because it kind of relates to what we were doing. Very shortly after that, we then all got dreams and we then were Cavern and Jewel looked into the possibility of those dreams actually being yeah. a thing. And what I mean by that is could very well either be our path to more information or even our path to fighting our enemy. I'll be honest here. Uh, as Dave, I don't see the relevant connection between the dreams and the shadows per se. Mm. Apart from the fact that I we have seen, or uh, in in the backstory of why Jewel left, was people had nightmares or night terrors, and there were shadows around. So maybe they're connected. Um, I'll be honest. I don't think it's necessarily where we are actually going to go and fight our enemy, but I think it will be where we can gleam some very useful insights. I think I it's think a where it'll be useful is either to protect us if we get attacked in our dreams again, yeah, or we try and attack them in their dreams. So, for example, if we can't scry on Klein, we might be able to dip into his dreams. It's almost like an uh, it's our version of astral projection. We are going to actually yeah. attempt to not go anywhere, but still attack them. Um, whether or not, I don't know. I really can't tell yeah. you. Um, it could be. So, for example, instead of interrogating somebody and kidnapping them, if we find an enemy that we want to interrogate, we could do it in their dreams. Oh, mm -hmm. that's genius. Mm -hmm. That's fucking genius. We can full on Inception this shit. fucking genius, dude. Oh. oh we can That's slip genius. Them, that. We can slip them some tea. So instead in, instead of, you know, Dragon with That's with all nice. the, you know, trying, trying to capture him, we could have slipped him something in his tea and then joined his dream at night and, and interrogated him without him ever knowing anything. And then he wakes up going, oh, that was a weird dream. Uh, and mm. he doesn't even know that he's told us anything. Because we, cause we give him the red mushroom and he forgets that he ever had it. 
Mate, that's actually a fucking sick idea. You know, I'm gonna spike Mayonora's dumbass next time we fucking sleep anywhere near her, and I'm gonna go into that bitch's dreams. I was gonna, yeah. I mean, so that was really interesting. We obviously we, we met Mayonora, um, yeah. and uh, you know, and and it seems that we were wrong. She was, she's on our side. She definitely isn't squeaky clean. Um, but oh. the enemy of my enemy, almost. But again, I think she's repenting for her sins. Um, mm. I, 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 I personally have that feeling. Again, whether it's a double bluff, don't think so. I honestly think it is. She was sucked in by the magic that uh, yeah. has has very much corrupted her, and she, for once, had the willpower to go. Oh fuck! Now I totally get where Edgius was coming life. from. Yeah, totally yeah. get where Edgius was coming from. To be mutated. Yeah, you know, it, the, Edges was totally right. Like, you're so shallow that it's only when it affected you did you care. You are 100% correct. It is also, however, how you gain allies and how you get people back. Um, so it is, you're shallow. Now let's That's how redemption arcs start. That's how redemption yeah. starts, though, isn't so, it? So it is. You've, you have, you've come back to the light for the wrong reason, but we'll accept you anyway. Uh, yeah. that's how I think that Jewel probably sees it. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Edgius stands on the side of just like, there's, there's a just deep mistrust for, yeah. for, not mis, not, not mistrust. I think it's, it's like a, if you could hurt so many people, it feels like you could do anything. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like if you could, if you could do what you've done, then like nothing's off the table, but like, that's why. Part of what I was doing with Edgius about her coming along with us was possibly to give Matt a, an ability to give her a redemption, you know, of, because I, I, I do like the idea and I, I, I have a theory. I do have a theory. I'll throw a conspiracy out there. I think that our special guest in the future might play Mayonora during uh during our our, our upcoming episode <laughs> and i i have a i have a strange i have a strange inkling that they might play mayonora and possibly then at the end of the episode she might die was what i was thinking i was like <laughs> i was like i was like matt's gonna we're gonna close this portal and somehow mayonora is gonna die and we're not gonna be able to garner any more information from her or the other option is she does just end up coming with us in of that it's like cool when we see a portal you're our new third spellcaster that we need to fucking close this thing and guess what you're gonna do some good because you fucked it last time like your decision making last time was terrible so now you're you're stuck with the good guys do you so know what would be fucking awesome actually when fletch from the eldritch press joins us next week if yeah. he because how the episode ended the shadow the shadow playing portal in the well Loads of wraiths started coming out of it. Things started pouring out of the portal and attacking the village. What about if he's one of the bad guys? He plays one of the... Yeah. And some, we're fighting Some him. PvP. Some PvP. Oh. God, be that would be cool. That would I, be cool. Ah, oh, even better if he's one of the corrupted ones. Like, he's been corrupted. He was... Okay. Again, similar. He was okay. Uh, he's been corrupted, and it's it, 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 again we have to either bring him back or or or, or, or run him through. Um, I love Matt, does he have a character? Have you already come up with a character, Matt? Get in the get in the comments, Matt, and tell us. Has he come up with a character? Or not already or not? <laughs> oh man, I mean, yeah. All, all of this is so much fun. I I will continue to love not knowing where this goes. 
Um, and, and I know that Matt is seven steps ahead of us because he wants and needs to be. Uh, mm. I also know that he is only loosely seven steps ahead of us because we are painting it as we go. So mm. I and I love I I, I do I, again I, I harp on about it all the time the way that you know this is why I love homebrews. Um, you know if if you are following this 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 uh, pre pretext you know this 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 uh, pre-made story then you might find that you have to crowbar your your players into something they're actually not interested in doing whereas you say we could and have very real consequences we could decide that we're just going to go to a different area of the world and then when we come back to dryad's gate and its surrounding areas it's utterly and completely corrupted because we decided not or to we stay. could go down we, we can just go choose shadow plane portal next week we could dive into the well and get a tpk Game over. Yeah, uh, we through. could also suddenly decide that we're going to go back to Thalissa and we could all get just thrown in the stockade. Do you know what I mean? Like, th these are all legitimate things that you know would 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 yeah. be things that Matt Matt has to deal with, but they're going to have real consequences. Mm. So let me ask you guys this. So obviously we we have these dreams. We wake up. We do some we do some trippy shopping. Um, where I get my weights to do my training stuff and we sell mm -hmm. some armor. You guys get the rings and stuff. We make our way to Jules yep. Village. Um, then we, we pretty much have talked about almost everything that happened past that point in Little <laughs> Drips and Drabs, but we fought some scary statues. We, uh, we, we, went, we met Jules' parents and Mayonora. We found out Mayonora wasn't as bad. We had conversation. And then we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going to deal with this portal that is suddenly kicking up just you know, smoke and creatures and stuff is coming out of it. Let me ask you guys this question, okay? Because I'm, I'm interested where your guys' heads are at and see if we're on the same page. What do you guys see as like, cool, once we solve this portal and now like, let's, let's throw out the possibility that we go into like another, you know, we go into a, another plane, which would put us on a whole other arc. So um, we, or, we, we, know, we, we, close, we close it. the portal, basically. We're saying, yeah. as an example, as an idea, we yeah. close the portal. Yeah. 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 Then, where do you guys, for Lex and and Jewel, where do you see the next step is? And then also for Dave and Danny, what do you guys see? Are we going to the Crystalline Isles to try and find the caves that we think Klein and those guys hung out with? Are we going to the east to try and, you know, like gain some like you know people that could like help us try and find out more information? Are we going? portal hunting are we going after callum like what's what's your guys kind of thoughts i'm super interested i think for me the most powerful allies that are still confirmed as being allies are the wizards on the crystalline isle yeah and so and they helped us by telling jules mom which led to mm. us finding out mayonora wasn't m there's the triangle of bad guys where you got VS, Clyde, who's the third one, I don't know, is it the Lord, is it somebody else? So I think they might be able to help us figure out where to go on our trajectory or how to get powerful enough to defeat Clyde. Because I think mm -hmm. we're on a collision course with Clyde. Mm -hmm. It's just we need to probably prepare for that and get powerful enough for that. But also let them know there's a cave system under their island they don't know about and they need to shut that shit down. And if they do know about it, why are we doing anything about it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, Danny, I think I agree with pretty much everything you just said. Uh, I think there's one one thing before that will be. It was a very tense conversation with uh, Jules' parents and with Mayonora. I think there's one additional 
conversation to, to, to have with them to basically glean if there's any more information you know basically basically that question of okay great now what aren't you telling us like mm, yeah. to, to just just gleam anything because that may suddenly span us in another direction however if nothing else changes i think you're right back to the crystal line isle one we've got to remember we kind of are on the mission for them and we want to know more about mayanara we found her there we go mm. done one tick down, let's go back, tell them, give them this information, even maybe take Mayanora if she's willing and say, hey, she's on her redemption arc. Um, you you do what that, about- right? And then once we've done that is go agree with you. Let's mm. tell them about the cave system and one, either just go deal with it or two, go, you're going to send us down there, aren't you? And, mm. and, and, and go, because for want of a better word, word we are disposable yeah let me ask you this have you guys considered i'm not sure if you've thought about this but it's something that popped into my head at this point we know where the murderer who committed the crime in thalisser we know who they work for we don't know specifically who it is but we now have may and nora we have you guys we have all this information have you guys considered us going back to Thalyssa, clearing your guys' names, as well as also, because you said Artnesia was killed, who was the lady who had the big portal-finding fucking machine, right? Is there any spec to the question of, if we go back to Thalyssa, we, we alleviate you guys from whatever problem you may have there, and then we go and use her portal fucking finding machine, yeah. And then yeah. go start tracking some shit down that way. It's, like, it's is it not necessarily Isles a portal and then finding Thalyssa? machine. It, she was using it to help understand the multiverse. So mm. it might it might help us, but also she was a member of the Circline Isle, so all of her research is mm. is that is at the Circline Isle as well. So okay. Well, no, thing, no, no, not all of it is. Uh, some of it is some of it. P- purely done in Thalissa. Now, I think I think you're right. I think maybe there is there is a point of can we clear our name in Thalissa because you you are correct. We may. I oh, this is great. I wonder whether we need to take command of both machines and At set the them same up time. and set them up to not interfere with each other but work with each other and. Ooh. Also, another reason to go back to Thalissa, right? Where people were disappearing, your village, there's a portal. People were disappearing in Thalissa, which probably means there's a portal there too. Yeah. So our next trajectory could be where, if we look at where we know portals have happened, and Mayanora said she was also following Climb, which is why she happened to be where the portals were. They weren't following Mm. her, she was following them. So if she knows of any other places where portals have been, we can do a bit of tend to match to say right there's been one here one here and one here we could predict there will also be a portal here and here and that's where we go to close those portals which will I then wonder- bring us closer to klein and we take on may and Nora's mission of following the portals to find them i wonder whether there is a portal under the temple and in use of that second machine it was to fuck with the portal under there and every time it got switched on it fucked over Artemisia's machine, so that's why it why they even had one there. Yeah. So let let me ask you this. So currently, I'm looking at the map of um, of Aeneth, our wonderful world that our dungeon master map made. Um, I'm looking at the map at the moment. So if we go from Stonebark 
and we head back through, uh, right. you know, down. We, we catch a ship all the way down to the Crystalline Isles. We do that. Yep. Then from the Crystalline Isle, we continue on to Thalissa. So we get our information. We deal with the tunnels. We get our information from the yep. Crystalline Isle. We continue to Thalissa. We fucking free you guys of your shit. We bring all that information there. We use the machine that they have to somehow help us with the portal planar problem. And then we start making our way north to the kingdom of Nihilin and start working I, towards the east. To, towards a moon blade. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, 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 towards whether it's whether it's a Moonblade or whether it's, you know, I, I know we spoke about seeing how far this reach is because we talked about, we know in the West that whatever this dark entity has gotten over, we didn't know whether in the East, if we could then possibly assume that it's so far out of their reach that we could possibly garner some people that could help us out, come back to the West and, and solve some problems well, or some shit. I want to go to Nihilin just because it's campaign one. Yeah, but I mean, this is in Nihilin, there is gateways to the Feywild, yep. to the oh, Isle of shit. Death. That's how there we get to, yeah, 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 to the Isle of Death. That's how campaign one ended. Yeah. There is there's a bad portal that we closed and never opened. There's a Feywild one and there's another one I can't remember now. A Celestial Plane. And and the one and also oh the one in Greenflower did we ever close that one? That was that was was that oh, yeah. So to be fair, there is portals everywhere. So in theory, we could just our mission or our next arc is we're literally just going portal to portal trying to close them, and that'll in theory develop the plot by itself, won't it? Kind, kind so of the like Crystal the um... will say we know where there's portals, and getting Callum's dad back. And Callum yeah. is important because he knows yeah. where portals are. Which is why, yeah. which is why, if we ever find out in game that Greenflower is important to Callum's father, that's why we'll end up there. Yeah. Yep. So, so we're thinking Crystalline Isle, Thalysser, and then head up north in the east and start closing portals in the east. Yep. I, th I think that's fair. I th do you know what we need? Do you know what is a piece of information there that we need There is a portal finally? in Lex's hometown, but Where's I don't that? think way to the west. So I don't think story-wise it makes sense to go on a childhood quest, you know, Lex's backstory to quest. To Kedemir or something? Or Hillingdon? I live... It's, um... <coughs> oh, I can't remember what it's fucking called now, and it's my place where I live. Ar Arthur Arnvale? Ken, no, Ken begins with S. Ed, S. Begins with S. Uh, in hell. the West? Wait. Mount... No, it's not Mount Floromia on Dragon's it's the, Moor. It's the jungles. Oh, oh, it's bugging me now. I'm bringing up the law document. <laughs> I, uh, I live do in Sibilair. Sibilair. It's a UNT Sibilair. settlement near the jungles. Matt, where the... Fuck is that on the map? <laughs> Help us out, GM. God damn it. So in theory, there's a portal there because that's where I got into Mechanis. But story-wise, it doesn't make sense to go back there yet because it's not a dangerous portal because it goes back to Mechanis. So mm. if we just try and identify where there's dangerous portals and close them, that'll make sense, right? I mean, I would speculate. Yeah, I, dude, I'm about... like To me, the, the two plots that make the most sense to me at the moment are... We need to, like, closing the portals is causing problems, 
right for for the bad guys and being like Dave said being a thorn in their side is a good is a good thing. So I think that's a good one. And then I think the other main portal is chasing, like actually trying to shut down their operation. So kill their capos, kill their generals, you know, fucking imprison people if we can, you know, like that kind of stuff feels like that's, you know, the and and along that journey, that means going to the Crystalline Isles and dealing with those caves. It means freeing yourselves of that. And I think either we go portal hunting or we chase the bad guys. And I think I think we and should I, fucking I think rock at the minute for one of the two. They're, you know? they're both the same thing because Mayonora was trying to find them by following the portals. So following the portals Good point, yeah. help us find them and their minions. So I think there'll be some minions in the cave that we need to deal with. But I think I... if we're following portals, we'll be following them and their operation at the same Dude, time. I put money right now. I'm, I will put I will put a pint when I fucking see you guys in person right now that when we get to the Crystalline Isle, that we are fucking gonna have to deal with Klein for the first time. And he's gonna somehow like fuck us up. We're all gonna be absolutely like, like I'm gonna be in bits. My skeleton's gonna be everywhere. We're all gonna be fucked up. And then I reckon he's gonna circle back around at a later point. You know, he's gonna do the old, ha ha, yeah. you're so weak, poof. And then like, fuck yeah. off somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, the, the, I, the, the um, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of back down you're not strong enough for this fight you know uh, yeah like like yeah get get our asses handed to us yeah um that's very interesting no i mean that is a very good point i think that's that that's 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 very right i was i, I was going to um, say something else and i totally forgot what i was going to what it was going to say there it was it was on your previous point um if it comes back around to me i'll, I'll let you know what, following the portals is the same as following them. That's it, right? So, um, yeah, it's very much the uh, the Captain America, the you know, the first movie, destroying all the factories, basically just getting on their nerves. Uh, that's yeah. very much what I what I want to do is just yeah, become a big enough thorn in their side that they actually go, enough's enough. You're now mm. you're, you're now a big enough problem to us. That's exactly what I want to do because I think, yeah, until then, we are not strong enough to go up against them. We don't know enough. And every single time, we just need to basically just be that pain in the ass. I'll, um, throw, I'll throw another spanner in the works, guys, with, with another strategy of how we could attack this. Instead of portal hunting and being a problem in their side, or instead of, you know, uh, obviously do the Crystalline Island Thalys, or instead of, like, doing this portal hopping thing, what if we could also just try and infiltrate the entire organization by going like, obvious, it sounds like it would be hard based on the fact of it feels like we constantly have eyes watching us as Matt fucking constantly reminds us that we're <laughs> feeling like we have eyes on us at all times. I feel like it would probably be hard, but there's also a chance that if we started infiltrating, getting information, working our way up, almost, you know, um, similar to like uh, a Kill Bill kind of style thing of like, you lead me to the next person and then I'm working my way up till I can get to them, get information from them and like work our way, start with like grunts and then go up to like, you know, the, the, the capos, then the generals, then the inner family and then the triad, you know, is what sits at the absolute top, you know? Here's an idea then, um, Bodhi. Where do we also think? I have my opinions. Where do we also think that the uh, the serpent's cloak resides with 
the our enemy. That all happened before Bodhi joined. Right. So, right? so yeah. So so Serpent's Cloak, that your underground, you know, triad, mm. uh, nefarious mm. information, you know, group, mm-hmm. uh, who will also happily just kill someone because they haven't paid their their dues. They're they're, they're mafia, uh, a mm-hmm. worldwide chain of mafias. Um, Jewel had a connection to them, completely balls that up, uh, is wanted by the Serpent's Cloak. I I think I would put them in, in they have been corrupted. They're weirdly a, they don't work by the law, but they have their own law. So mm-hmm. I think they that actually they could they end up being, yeah. yes, but I feel that they could be corrupted by mm. uh, the Shrouded Lord unintentionally and they don't like that mm. now I think that would be a really interesting one that we actually need to go look we didn't meet on the best of terms but you've actually got some 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 cancerous sections that need to be cut away and we're mm. gonna help you and we're gonna mm. and it is truly enemy is our enemy now the reason I I say the reason I say that but also we've also got another shadow group uh, Danny, if you can remember what they're called. Yes, they are called organizations. The Ancient and Silent Order of Sitheris. Are not... Of syphilis? Wait. <laughs> syphilis, what? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt, come on now. When you when you came up with that name, you didn't hear that one as you were saying it, my guy? God damn, Matt. <laughs> but the Secret Order... They're not exactly opposed to the, you know, uh, to the serpent's cloak, but they're definitely not on their side. If that makes sense. By and they no have means saved are their they. Lives. That's the point. They're no means the opposite, but they are certainly not on the side of the serpent's cloak. So we need to get back in touch with them. Uh, for one, uh, where, where do they? Where do they exist? Where do they chill? Everywhere. It's when we were there. But we met them in a group. But that, yeah, but they, they, I believe, are literally just everywhere. I think we need to find out how much the Crystalline Circle know about them. I think we already may have asked that, so we may not. Be. Right. But this is the type of stuff that we need to, we need, we need to start getting. At. I, I wonder whether again that type of um, idea that we had with Callum and his pseudo dad. We need to start getting the. Um, we need to be as much of a thorn in their side because not only are we going to try and find portals, we're sending out miniature, semi-professional groups to actually go, you need to fix these, you need to fix these, while we are chasing leads. Uh, and that... also the Serpent's Cloak or the Ancient and Silent Order of Sithris might know who those grunt workers are, who the yep. henchmen are. Yep. I think it's unlikely that we'll be able to get in with them and, 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 and weasel our way in because the boss knows us. We can do or it Punisher style. But I think we can yeah. do it Punisher style. where it's Dude, we find, I was thinking Punisher too. Yes. Where we find them <gasps> and we just take them out until they give us the answer. And we, as you say, that way we kill Billy all the way up to the top. It's a super, it's a super interesting, so, okay, um, also, I mean, I'm sure Matt will fucking tell us at some point, but are we going <laughs> to sail? Are we going to hire a ship and become pirates? Like, not pirates, that's not the, we that's not did, the We have had an airship the, crew previously. We have had an airship crew, and I wonder whether we can get them back. That would be great. Now, what, what was also interesting is, Edgius, you talking about the path from Stonebark, Apart from going to the Crystalline Isle, going from Stonebark to Thalissa is exactly 
exactly the trip that Jewel take took. Mm. And I think I feel that that is kind of funky, like mm. kind of cool. Going, yeah, we're actually going to go down the same route, and it's actually yeah. going to bring us full circle. But I want to do it in much of a way where we can actually clear our name in Thalesa, and I don't think we can do that yet. Uh, dude, that would be, dude. I would love, dude. I would love. Ha, right. Let's let's do some. Let's do some. You know, some quick maths here. Do we reckon between now and by the time we get to the coast, we can accrue enough funds to purchase our own airship? <laughs> I don't. Well, I got have... seven. I got seven thousand for selling that armor or something stupid, didn't I? I was gonna say, let's sell like the fucking mm. let's sell that ring that you sell, guys have. Sell, I thought sell, it was sell the like twenty k. I yeah. thought it was like tw I didn't realize it was two. I thought it was like twenty. No, it, 20, I think it was gold. ridiculous amount. It was yeah. ridiculous. It was it was astronomical, yeah. if I remember. So, or was it um, like two thousand platinum or something? Again, what what what? <sighs> even if it was two thousand gold, it's decent. Um, yeah. What we've got to then remember is we need we still we actually need to get paid by the crystalline isles. Hmm. By the by, the cycle. Sorry, for the information that we're going to provide them, we want they say them. They pay us. Yeah, we're on we're on their payroll. We're on their mission. They're they gave they they shit. No, they, they no, no, no. They did they did they did actually give us some. They did actually give us a, a, a few a few a few you know coins. We need to get hmm. more out of them, and we need to use them as even if it's not coins. We need to get information. We need to get items, and we need hmm. to find out if they have got their own corruption under the aisle in the caves mm. um mm. you know mm -hmm. and we need to yeah. get as much of that we may mm, i say this i was gonna say maybe we should just go down the route of just you know trying to pillage someone um but i don't think i don't think our group is like that i think we are we are just the right side of the of the law we're trying to uphold yeah. the law really um Kind of. I speculate a couple of stabbing. Or, it's it's universal law. I think is what we're. It's it's. We are not. We are not following the, the law of the land <laughs> of the current place. After all, we have universal openly told order. Brom we just yeah. slaughtered someone. But we are essentially karma. That's what we are. We are karma. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we need are a God's new name. Left hand. We don't, but if we, if we do if we do go to Thalissa. It's not just going to be clearing our name. It's also going to be rescuing the magistrate who's on the run. Because we've got yeah. to send the stone to him so we could talk to him. Oh, he's dead. Well, we which, we, we have so forgotten about him. He's so dead. It uh, also clears Manora as well. It definitely yeah. clears Manora because she was her yeah. assistant and her, her thing. So yeah. Manora can actually, if she wants to go and have an, an actual job in a life, you know, she can. He's an eyewitness. You know. Yeah, we, and she can. She validates. We have to bring her because she is the only evidence that we have of what we're like. We could be talking absolute shit without her. We literally could be spouting absolute horseshit. So can, I think she is our backup. Can we find a way of using the? Um, I can't remember what her name is. The enchantress. Use the enchantress. And some extra spells from the crystalline circle to extract the dream or vision that Jewel had of Artemisia's death, proving her innocence, 
that is a physical representation that she can then provide to the authorities, the right people in Thalissa, to then go, we were framed, this is who you're looking for, and we're tracking him down. And, but they and, trust that, though. And get immunity. That's why we need the power from the Crystalline Circle to prove that this magic is correct and true. And it will be that we need to find the person who is corrupt because, ah, so here's the other point, that won't work necessarily because there's someone clearly corrupt in Thalissa because the guards were there before anyone called the alarm. So we need and to find out And there's probably a pit there as well. And that. So we need to find out <laughs> who, who in Thalissa is complicit with that lot. So, true to ourselves, should we just fucking go gung-ho into Thalissa without a plan and just fucking tear shit up? No, I think we'd end up in the stockade more quicker than you can say, oops. Um, I, I, I think we go to the Crystalline Isles, we deal with what's under there, we tell them about what's under, yep. we talk to them about everything, then I think from there we go to Thalissa, we clear your guys' name, we move on with our lives, and then at that point we decide, cool. Are we portal hunting or are we tracking down generals and grunts and that kind of shit? And then we choose a path and we just start fucking and, and everything that we then do is like, cool, super objective. Is it getting, are we finding a portal? Is it getting us closer to a portal or is it getting us closer to our next person that's going to give us it's information? It's going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough one for Lex because Lex will be thinking, I'm here to sort out portal disturbances. Tracking the yeah. portals is the obvious ploy, but then there's also the argument of but the root cause of the portal is the people of the portals is the people so do you yeah. do the symptom or the cause do yeah. you know what i mean do you great do question. the painkiller or do you do the medicine or the vaccine which one do you do well that'll be a great, great one to rp because as i say uh, as i've mentioned i think it's we we become a thorn in their side so that they come to us um but you're absolutely right we can also have the other idea of the kill bill strategy of, of finding all these people and getting in I will put another note is to get into Thalissa, we need to use the secret order and get them to find out who is corrupt in Thalissa. We need to do another uh, midnight takedown of that person and then we're cleared of our name. Yeah. If we can find a mechanism to track portals easier than me using warp yep. sense, which is only a 30 foot radius, it makes more sense and it'll be easier to track the portals and the people will come with it. But if we can't think Dude. of a way to track portals... Oh. People will it's Callum's dad. It's Callum's dad. It is it, it, it Callum's dad, but let's let's put this out there. This is going to be a great one, and I I, I don't know whether this will ever be a possible thing. Lex, uh, sorry, Danny. Imagine Lex combining his magic with the uh, arch archmage, whatever his name is. He is essentially Xavier with. Cerebro being able to connect He's to not everything. That yet. What if you basically just like superimposed your ability to find Ask him portals. to amplify my warp sense yes. and then I can map on the map. For, where one, mo the for <gasps> one moment, you knew where every single portal was. For one, like they could change, they could move, they could disappear, they more could grow, but for that one very moment, you get to realize now it may knock you out for a week. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, real consequences here. But can you imagine if we were able to go, well, now we have some information? I mean, that's a even, great even, idea. 
Even if we can have one big blast where we get like the closest portals, like in a quick couple of seconds, we scribble down what we can. Then if he teaches me how to act as a conduit for Lex's warp sense, I can channel my, like if I can then do a like minor version of that and then we could do like a couple mile radius instead of it being like 30 feet which I think oh, it is, oh, oh, we could do oh. like, a, like I'm a battery for you as we move around and you could then do like wider ones as well. Okay, I've, okay, I've got it. We also go to the Crystalline Isle. We show them how we found and, no, yeah, how we fixed the corrupt portal, so with all those ingredients, mm -hmm. uh, with the obsidian stone, and we say, right, you nerds, find out how this can become a one-mile detection beacon, beacon. Hmm. so rather so than the, a key to shut it because i've yes. got his i've got dragon's necklace which is obsidian as well so i could so, be wearing that it's basically so, yeah right so as you say like you have your ability they can study your ability to find it and you use this also integral part this obsidian to go right make something mm. that you have to cast a spell into it or something but it that will then ping you a much bigger area, a mile radius instead of a, a 30 foot radius. I've also just gone a bit more left field, right? You know, when we were talking last episode and we've had it confirmed on the research we've done on the multiverse, the astral plane is at the center of everything and it, it acts as it's the soup a in between all of, of our planes. Yep, yeah. so it acts as essentially that corridor full of doors. Yep. To get yep. it wherever you want yep. to go. You have a link to the astral plane, and we yeah. have a necklace that opens a portal to the astral plane. Yeah, we do. Why don't we just try and figure out how we can just go into the astral plane and go? Oh look, there's a portal. Where's that go? Oh, we're in, we're in Thalissa. Oh, there's a portal there. Where's that go? Oh, we're in. Maybe, we're in maybe it's not Nile. even. It sees the portal, but it almost sees the like the Stargate wormhole of just connecting through, and you go, oh, there's one. Yeah, there. yeah. You know, well, so we do, could do use not, the astral plane scary necklace. About that. Go on. What's scary about that is fucking. Because we're in 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 that theory, Danny. You're thinking that those doors all lead to the astral plane, but we we already know that they don't. Those no, no, doors no, no, on no. this side, they don't lead to the astral plane. They yeah, lead but to what, the what, fucking. What, 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 what I think Danny's saying is, if we go into the astral plane, which is the soup in between, you see basically a pipe from that plane to that plane. And go. Oh, so you, you almost saying. you almost yeah, see yeah. the hallway from the so outside. So we'd be in the astral Seriously. plane going, "Oh look, there's the crystalline isle. Oh look, there's Thalissa." And I, I could put, either shut them from inside mm. the astral plane, or we just use it as a way to transverse the world and get here's, places here's, quicker. Here's that. Here's then the mind. Here's that. Here's then the mind fog. We find one that it doesn't connect to any of those planes, but it connects to another plane in another multiverse, which is exactly what we know that Artemisia was looking at. Yeah. So, so we, find, we, find, we find a portal that doesn't go anywhere we we know. So option one is keep Matt's world intact, go to Crystalline Isles and Thalissa, do all that shit. Option two is we entirely break everything Matt has ever created. We go outside into the astral plane and we start a space pirate campaign where we travel from portal to portal, <laughs> shutting yep. it down in the astral plane. You know what? I'm actually fucking happy with either of those. <laughs> they okay. both sound exceedingly dope. It, I'm down it, with both Okay, of but it's an, it's an interesting one as to whether we actually should... You guys need Cold to ask Jewel. Well, no, you guys need to ask Jewel. Can you not ask your the Watcher? Mm. Are these 
are the you know like going to the astral plane is that a good idea Do you, anything anything yeah. along the also we've got the star touch crystal which when the dryad released the elven girls they came out of starry portals and the astral plane is a starry mm. portal because the watcher's got stars for eyes right yeah we could use the star touch crystal as a beacon and as a portal finder we could try and retrofit it to become those things you know those two water things that cross over when you find water under the earth we oh, could yeah, use yeah. it as a we could literally um, use it as a radar system to find whatever they're called dis discerning rods or whatever they're called oh, God, yeah they're called. we could use it as a radar system for portals yeah. divining rods because the star touch crystal is more powerful because then it will just yeah. find any portal rather than just shadow portals yeah yeah that's a good shout I, 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 Mate, I, I, we need to find I'm, I'm a like... portal remember to get Callum back I'm loving all these yeah. ideas, but I, I, honestly, I, I believe that we have to remember that we are by no means the the epitome of this age. There are people who know far more than us, and we need to not just be that group that also goes help, but we need to we we do need to go, guys. You know more about this side than we do. Like we we we're, we're on the front lines, but please, like, can you research this? And it may well be that we don't for in our sessions for 12 15 sessions we get nothing from them but uh you know after, after that they come back to us going guys we finally made this detector mm. this bomb this this yeah, yeah. incredible thing we need to set the we need to set the the ball rolling now in all of those mm. opportunities uh you know getting groups of people to be able to close them getting people to be able to help us make these sensors and and things we need to do it we we because we, we know we can't just go can you do this and they go give us half an hour it's going to be give us weeks and we're going to go okay we'll go down to the cave we'll go back to thalissa you know same thing we need to ask the secret order to find out information about who's corrupting Thalissa. We need to wait until we get that information. And in the meantime we need to go and close a portal. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's can real I ask you time. A moral question? Go on. Can I ask you guys a moral question about the portals? Because this is just like I'm spiraling in my fucking head right now. Um the 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 thought of morally with portals, right? Do we consider because you mentioned in Nihilin that there's portals that are open and if there's a fey portal open, creatures from the fey can come across and do fey things here on the material plane, right? Let me ask you guys this. Are we saying, because is our job to close the portals? Because let, let me, let me, let, let me, like, the sh I understand at the moment we're seeing the shadow portals as an evil thing that is a tool being used by this guy. But does that also then completely cut off just a, like, it, like morally a group of people that are actually just coming onto the material plane to live their lives in a different manner similar no, to fake creatures and shit like lex's directive is planar disturbances and rifts that shouldn't be there so, so if it's for example uh, yeah. in nylon using campaign one knowledge they are there because we have emissaries in the Feywild, and the Feywild have a relationship with us, and you know, like an embassy type situation, they're actually yeah, yeah, set yeah. up as embassies. So those portals, yeah. I don't think Lex would have a problem with. It's the they're, misuse yeah. of them that's okay. the problem. There okay. are natural, which portals. is upsetting the balance of the yeah. world essentially. But these okay. some portals okay. help with the balance of the world. So I think that's where Lex would come yeah. at it from. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think there are natural portals. There are created intentionally portals, as you say, diplomatic. Mm. They're bridges that are intentionally mm. created, um, and 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 then there are 
for want of a better word, unauthorised portals. And mm. there's all the other ones, natural and created portals that have been now manipulated. Now, I think we mm. all care about ones that have been manipulated. Or created and without authorization. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So that makes a lot more so, sense. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. You know, it will be interesting to work out whether has the portal in Stonebark always been there? Mm. Has it been corrupted or has it been awakened? Has it been created without authority? These are all these types of questions that we need to work out and understand the rule set. And that's that's going to be born on Lex. Like, Jules yeah. will never know yeah. that. But yeah. this is going to be one of those interesting things. Of, you're absolutely right. We've just gone portal close, portal close. We haven't done many. Yeah. But you're absolutely we right. We haven't considered like that that might actually just be some creature's way to get to their fucking home. And so, like, that's their way to get fair, to work only, and shit, only, you know? The only two we've come across, one of them was corrupted, and the other one, there's yeah. creatures coming out of it. But, the other yes. one on. Danny Lex knows about was the one that got him to and from a canister, so he obviously doesn't have a problem with that one. But his, 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 uh, this, this was Dave's like I, I, idea. The well is where this portal is and I would ha I would be okay with knowing that a small village had a well that at the bottom of it had a portal to a, uh, a water plane mm. and that's how they got fresh water and it's they been just corrupted. so it's been corrupted to the shadow fell now and has yeah, yeah, yeah. entirely corrupted and turned, as we saw the one that we manipulated to finish its completion. But we've, because it's been so much time, she's been away for a year, it's taken a year for it to turn from a water portal to a shadow portal. And in that meantime, it was like these little wisps of stuff coming through. Whereas before, it was a totally natural water portal, and that's how the well worked. Now that makes, makes sense, sense as to why yeah. we need to revert it or close it. Well, this the, I, I was going to say, if, if our whole thing is not to disturb the natural order and portals that naturally exist, I, I was going to say, our job is actually not to close portals. Our job, our, our job is to close created portals. Any portals that are natural, that are corrupted, is actually to uncorrupt them and bring them back to their natural. But, I suppose that, but that it's, is it's the ones that are being misused that's the problem, not yeah, how yeah, they yeah. were created. It's the ones that yeah. are causing an upset to the balance of... But, Good, evil, and all that shit. We, in our ignorance, unfortunately, probably not a natural portal, but an intentionally created portal, we fucked up and he's now closed. Mm. So, if we had a problem with created portals, we wouldn't have travelled through so many trees with the druid. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, I, I think the point is more, it's, it's more the issue of portals that are created for misuse i think you're right i think you're you're totally right dave i think we fucked it with the corrupted portal us closing that no wonder th i mean the lord of winter shit is a side thing but i reckon that was probably a fucking mistake on our behalf we or, or like bad rolling on our behalf we should have we took too long to do it yeah yeah we took too yeah, long we to do it absolutely yeah, yeah. But, we should have uh, tried to convert it back. But, 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 but that's that's the thing. It's a learning curve for our party. Yeah, what, totally. Not not what should we have done, but to know that there's a point when it's no longer something we can help, and it's better yeah. to close it. So. Yeah, I fully agree. Yeah. Um, glad to get on. I need uh, now. I need to see what uh, now. I need to see what you all are thinking. Ah, um, Eldritch Press is in the is in the chat. What's up? 
we were having theories about what your character is going to be for next week. Yeah, we are. We are. We're we're, we're fully waiting for the uh, you know for for whatever it's going to be, and it's going to be awesome, whatever it's going to be. So looking forward You're to bad that. Guy. I'm putting money on Mayonora. Dude, if you're a bad guy, it's going to be so epic. I'm going money on Mayonora. <laughs> yeah. I feel we're going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're going to be Predator next week, and that's how it's going to work. <laughs> that would be fucking dope, to be fair. That would be freaking awesome. Uh, uh, so I looking forward to it for, for you to be to with it. us as well. Uh, it's going to be really, yeah, really great. Um, Super hard. Cool. Yeah, I mean... There's there's our full on conspiracy theories apart from the fact that not you know that that, that we know that Anaweth is flat so you know <laughs> I mean have you not seen it on the map if a map clearly. was here it would of do course. that weird bendy thing that maps do that are sphere at the top and the bottom where they're all like this is how it would be shaped our map doesn't do that it's a flat map I'm, don't, I'm don't, team look, flat Anaweth don't be don't be mistaken uh, we are riding on the back of a giant turtle, and and you cannot you cannot persuade me otherwise. It is turtles all the way down. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness me! I mean, hopefully now that we're... is a decent recap. Uh, it's a very wandering recap, but that's it's what been we helpful are... for me. It's been that's wonderful. The main thing. Um, of our was it thirty was it thirty six thirty seven episode thirty seven uh, to forty seven. Um, so thirty six to forty seven. Yeah. We actually there covered we every episode. We actually did cover episode. We did. We, we did. We glanced over a couple of things. I realised. So you know, but hopefully we've 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 hit all the key points for everyone who does need to catch up. We hope that these are really all of our recaps that we've done are really useful for anyone who obviously looks at the fairly daunting task of catching up with like forty-seven episodes and going, "Oh my god, I can't do that." Uh, we get it too. So hopefully you've got like two episodes now where you can re you can catch up with everything we've done uh and, and, and get on board with us because we we hope that you will join us along with our journey we've got so so much further to go um and we're all here for it because it's absolutely great fun um have you guys got anything else to to add to say no um i think we've nailed it what, what a great journey i think uh let's you know everything that we talked about let's work on those character developments let's work on those nice scenes let's fucking let's work on all that shit and i think you know for me actually this was nice because it was a good check-in point for me i think i learned a lot about edgius I've, I've literally like added things to my list of like oh my god i forgot that i was wanting to attach my shard to my sword and jules dad is a blacksmith i know what i'm asking him <laughs> at the end of our fucking combat you know like i want to talk to lex about the importance of cutting his hair you know i realized that that's actually a conversation i really want to have with lex of like you know that seemed really symbolic let's talk about that a little bit you know and and let you have a bit of that moment of like really express to us how much that fucking meant i think learning that i'm training to kill klein again that actually all this training when it comes down to it if you ask edgius in the back of his mind it's I need to be ready to do what I couldn't do the first time. So I need to be fucking ready to do it again. I, I think I've I, I've appreciated this episode more than I ever thought I would. And I think I um I think guys like it's very I, I feel very lucky to be part of this group. This is this is a dope group and we have a lot of good shit ahead of us. I'm I'm excited to explore the east. I'm excited to if we get on an airship, dope. If we get in a ship, sick if we get in a submarine fucking awesome <laughs> um, i'm i'm super excited for whatever vehicle use we end up going for in the next you know couple of a uh, couple of arcs it, i'm it, looking forward to all it's that. an absolute Patchy pleasure to, to to have you uh bodie and tom with us it really, really is. Uh, snooks <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it's re- it's really great to have you on board, and we love it, and we're glad you're here. That that, that you enjoy it as well. That that that's that's yeah. a, a really important thing that I think we want to uh, put across as well. We're all um, having fun, and that's the most important. Thing. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are Thanks, having Dad. some ridiculous childish fun, <laughs> and we love every second of it. Um, and there is it's the you friends know, you make along the way. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not the destination. It's not it, all the amazing skills and magic no, you pick it, up. It's, it's the friends. It's all about the, the dick jokes. We we realise. <laughs> yeah, so. Dick jokes and burning villages to the ground by accident. Yes. <laughs> by accident. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, okay, no. Look, look, looking forward to finding out whether any of our conspiracy theories are true. Uh, looking back. Later, I'm sure to find out that our, if our plans actually come to fruition, whether we do anything that we've just said tonight. Um, yeah, our next recap episode will be going. We had loads of great ideas, and we didn't do fucking any of them. We didn't do a single one of them. Um, I I I love all of the different. You know, yes, I, I I we we tried it last episode, and I hope that we continue on. And that is that uh, keeping keeping RP to when it needs to be RP, and then keeping the story running when we need to keep the story running. Uh, I know I I. I think that gelled really well last week, and I hope that we 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 carry that on. But regardless, I think that that'll be great fun. Um, yeah. Guys, if you've got anything that you want to add to our campaign, uh, any good parts, any any constructive criticism, give us a shout. You know, put it put it in our comments for YouTube. Uh, join our Discord. Get in the comments. Uh, get in the comments. Do it. You know, and and hit that hit that cheeky subscribe button because you know that's always love. Um, but yeah, please do. I, I I do strongly appreciate it. Um, we all do. Uh, thank you ever so much for joining us for our recap. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed tonight's episode. Um, we will very much look forward to seeing you next week where we have another special guest star from the Eldritch Press, and we are. As you can tell, we have no idea uh, how he's going to be part of our group in any way, if at all. We could be fighting him. Uh, we could have them on board. No idea. And that is going to be, again, hilarious. I look forward to seeing you all guys next week. It's going to be great. Keep in touch oh, yeah. with us on the socials to keep us uh, keep, keep a track as to what we're doing. But otherwise, we'll see you next week. See you later. You've been listening to the Malt and Magic podcast. If you like what you've heard here, then don't forget to check us out on Twitch on Monday nights, 7.30pm UK time, with video on demand and podcast release the following Friday. We will see you soon.